Oh, Brevin. Oh, Tyler. What is going on, man? Welcome, welcome to the West. This is the Wild West. The West has arrived. Oh, it has. At our doorstep, man. In the shape of a terrible virus that shall not be named. No, we're starting right off with and that. I'm we're not. not talking about tuberculosis. I know, I know. Similar. It I is. Guess. Um, hey, everyone. I hope you're doing well out there. This is our obligatory uh, coronavirus episode, I guess. Yeah, I guess we can call it that. I was wondering what you were going to come up with besides Every- coronavirus episode. No, I, I, w- I just said I wouldn't name it, but I just named it. There um, it is. It's not really a coronavirus episode. We're still doing our show. Like, this doesn't even... Wait, all right, you need to, like... We need no, to start no, this. No, 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 no. We're... This is all coronavirus we're themed. Not, then we're why did I even play the game? About cor- yeah. <laughs> no, we're just obviously impacted by uh, the the world events. Yes. My drive to Tyler's house was a minute longer because the roads were just full of people trying to get to grocery stores. Is that's, that... That's, okay, okay. That is the impact so far. <laughs> there were just bodies lining the streets. We couldn't... <laughs> I had to dodge him. You had to a lot of speed bumps on the way here. Oh, boy. You work in a grocery store, Brevin. I do, unfortunately. Tell us what it's like. It's 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 actually really not as bad as people, I think, make it out for the workers. Like, everyone's really nice about everything. Hmm. But, like, I witnessed the chaos firsthand. Like, there's absolutely no, like... You work from home right now, so you can remove yourself from the from the pandemonium that's currently happening. <laughs> but every single day, I'm going and seeing it, and it's just getting worse and worse. Yeah, I need to watch out get for getting like scurvy or something. But you, you're like on the front lines, unfortunately. So you see, I don't really buy groceries right now. I'm still living with my mom, but I feel like if I was out and like responsible for my own food i would just not change my grocery buying habits would that be a mistake if you went early enough no if you went later then sure because early early before like everything everyone took everything what do you mean so not early in the day no i mean like early before like if you would have went on let's say we're recording this on a monday right now if you would have went on Friday and done all your normal grocery shopping, you probably would have been fine. But now it's like point of no return. Yeah. I'm I'm starving. You, no, we're not starving. You're just gonna eat things you don't normally eat. Oh, I got to get through like the can of olives. Like the the tricolor quinoa is what you're gonna be eating instead of the, the jasmine quinoa. rice. <laughs> For some reason, no one wants it. There's like tons of boxes on the shelf. Really Maybe that's it. I can just go to get some tricolor quinoa. Whoa, that is <laughs> we tough both to say tricolor quinoa. <laughs> don't even. I'm not even gonna try it. Well, I hope everyone's out there enjoying your tricolor quinoa on this fine day. Brevin and I are still doing well. This is Red Dead Reflection, by the way. We still we are t- we are nearly three minutes. We are three minutes into this, and we still have not said the name of the show. Well, now we have. It's Red Dead Reflection. <laughs> I'm Tyler, and I'm Brevin. Wow, that's crazy, man! It's getting to our heads. It is. It's hard to think straight amidst <sighs> all the chaos. Stay calm. If if. Listen, if our society can't handle something of this scale, then we were doomed from the beginning anyway, so whatever. You got that right. I Think like about that. it that way. I like that thought It takes the pressure off a little bit. Yeah. Um, what mission did he play <laughs> up to this week, Brevin? <laughs> what the hell, man? Oh, man. Oh, this kind of, this fits nicely. Mrs. Sadie Adler, Widow. Oh, two. Mrs. Sadie Adler, Widow. Two. Two. Part two. Wait a second. She, okay. she has two widows. Oh, <laughs> she's a she's a widow like twice over. Yes. All right, she's not. That's she's not true. Um, how many hours you play this week, Brevin? You four. Have, 
Four hours. So much time with all the. Uh, did I really though? Like, that doesn't. I guess you're still going to work, so yeah. you're not really impacted. I think everyone mostly is. That's not true, actually. A lot of people are out, but. <sighs> I don't know, man. Four hours. Keep them just puttering along. Just puttering along at a good pace for all you fans out there See, who wh- want this show to continue. What if the world ends and our podcast doesn't end now because you've been playing it so slowly? So you're saying, well, I mean. I'm not going to have anything to do for this next week when it comes to going out and, like, enjoying life like normal. So maybe I should just play Red Dead and just finish the podcast in one in one week. That would be interesting because if you played, like, 20 hours this week. Oh, I would finish the game. Yeah, but then what would, what would we do for the podcast? We'd have to have, like, a... We'd start Red Dead 1. We'd have to have a sit-in. Where oh, we'd have to... I, yeah. We would... If one of us had Corona by the end of that, I mean, we would totally have it from each other by now anyway right? oh yeah 100 percent. that's all we do is hang out we don't we don't not see each other <laughs> <laughs> all right um all right brevin so if you uh, not brevin brevin if you haven't played up to that mission yet stop listening all right <laughs> listeners rather <laughs> if you have not played up to sadie adler the mrs widow, the second mrs sadie mrs adler. sadie adler the widow goodness to then stop listening to and, this. And go play the game because you probably have nothing else to do. Or if you don't care about spoilers, you can listen anyway. We Unless get... you work in healthcare, then you have a lot to do right now. Or grocery store. Then you have a lot. You have a lot on your plates right now. If you, have, if you don't, then then go play the game. I thought you were interrupting my spoiler comment to say that. Like, oh, you, if you don't care about spoilers, but if you if work you're... in healthcare, <laughs> don't listen to this podcast. You have more important things to do. Even more. Um, okay. Brevin... How should we start this? I got some emails. Oh, yeah. Let's do emails. We got five emails oh this week. Oh, my God. Um, one this more. Wild. Two more from our good friend, Thomas. Um, Hello, Thomas. In Canada. How are you doing, Thomas? So, Thomas sent in a video attached to an email. And Is that allowed? No. I've, I've decided. <laughs> I never, I never specified it, but I'm just not going to open attachments to emails. Um <laughs> So that's not your bad, Thomas. This is just a policy that I'm setting forth going forward. <laughs> you have started the policy, Thomas. Yeah, but if you if you want to if you want to link me to that video, I will gladly watch it. But just for the sake of like internet security or whatever, I'm just not going to open email attachments. Understandable. Is that fair? That's fair. Right? Yeah, that's fair. So thank you very much, Thomas. I appreciate it. I didn't. Thank watch- you for allowing <laughs> us to incite a policy to not watch your video. No, thank you for thinking of us and sending the video, even though we're not going to watch it. Just get us a link. Post it on YouTube. I'm going to need that link, Thomas. All right. This next email is from a listener who specifically says, I'm shy, so please don't say my name if you actually read this. And then also keep up the good work. Can I see? Can I see your name? No, you can't. <laughs> they are shy. Okay. So y- not even you. <laughs> not even the um, co-host. But I like to keep up the good work. It's very reassuring. <clears throat> that is nice. Thank you. Are we uh, working? Un- is this work? Yeah, it's work. It's fun. No. Eh, yeah, work can be fun. We're not getting paid, but it's yeah, work. I guess we're we're working hard here. We're out we're out here. We're we're putting we're putting in the are work. Saying like, oh, thanks, nurses and stuff. Like, what what are we doing? We're keeping the people entertained. Yeah, exactly. These 150 people. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't reveal too much, Reverend. All right. So this person, this anonymous, says, literally sat here shouting, "Thomas Downs bleeds in your eye." Oh my God. All caps. Um. So apparently that happens. I don't really remember that specific thing happening, but I'm sure it does. I'm really surprised I don't remember anything from the scene, except that he beat up somebody. Yeah, and they also said it makes a point um, of having a cutscene straight after as you ride back to camp. 
I vaguely remember that, which 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 is weird that you have a cutscene. What was the cutscene? It's just you riding back. Maybe you cough. I don't know, but I think it's distinct in that it like bridges you. It doesn't let you do anything in between that. I don't know. That is interesting. <laughs> um, of all the things you're trying to remember when discussing this, how could you forget? Question mark exclamation point crying laughing emoji. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like we are gonna forget so much more and so There's many too much. worse things than that. So the fact that Thomas Downs bleeds in his eye, like we're letting you off easy, in my opinion. That's a fine detail. That is a fine detail that you will not get on this unfine, rough cut <laughs> show. So I'm sorry. It's a Thank one, you so much one for writing show. in. I appreciate it. Um, I won't tell your name to anyone. Not even me. Sketchy, our friend, hey, the sketchy, wonderful comic artist. Like, yeah, the artist. My gosh, writes in. On the subject of the supernatural, with a subject line that I appreciate, the supernatural dot dot dot. Oh, that's ominous. On the subject of supernatural occurrences within the game, several episodes ago, Brevin mentioned discovering a rundown building full of dead bodies. Hey, I remember that. The green building. The green color when he (laughs) entered. And you know what? You and I actually talked about this um, a little while ago. We were talking about the UFO Easter egg that you've heard of, right? Oh, yeah. Have you heard of that? Yeah, in real life, the UFO yeah, the, the Easter egg that they saw in Nevada with where the <laughs> UFO showed up. Yeah. Um, well, he says, well, had you looked up at that moment, you would have seen that the source of the green light was a massive UFO flying directly above the house. I don't believe him. You don't believe him? Well, I don't. I'm, we're going to watch the video off, off. Oh, there's a video? Yeah. They put a link? Oh, yes. I want to see You know this. what I love? This is what, what he said. He says, this sounds I do so outlandish that I wouldn't be surprised if you don't believe me. <laughs> that is what I mean. It sounds like so absurd that, oh, he didn't look at the sky. Let's just say there's a UFO Yeah, so here's a video of someone making this. Now I'm really disappointed. Discovery. I know. You You were so close. You could have had it. Well, I was so focused on what was going around on in the room, like trying to figure out what is going on. <laughs> is that really what happened? There's some symbolism there, man. Here, I'm actually loading. The ad is going oh right now. What's the ad for? Maybe we can get make some it's, money here. Uh, it's a Twitch ad on YouTube, which is interesting. Oh, it's the opposite of what we're trying to do. Yeah. And in fact, I wouldn't even, if you haven't beaten the game, I wouldn't encourage you to look up this YouTube video. Oh, don't look up anything regarding this game. I had a friend, yeah. uh, actually Cody, the one that writes in. He literally spoiled so the game sorry, for himself yeah. by looking up, looking up uh, cutscenes for this game. So don't look up anything. I've come close, I think, maybe to spoiling the game, but I haven't spoiled it yet because I looked up like a tiny bit to like help me a long time ago. I do wonder what that means. I mean, because there's many different ways of spoiling this game. So I, I yeah. He I, said he got the ending spoiled. The ending spoiled. Okay. But I don't know what that means. So. And you don't want to know. I don't want to know because that's what the whole point of the podcast is. But of course, this this is like such a crazy experience anyway. If you get one little thing or one big thing even spoiled, it's not... I'd be disappointed. You'd be disappointed, but you still play the game. Oh, of course. And yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. So here you are. Does this look familiar to you? Oh, yeah. That's the room. Ready? <laughs> I'm going to play the video and he's going to look up. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> So it's just. A, it's, I'm so disappointed that I didn't look up. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, that is like straight up a UFO it too. It's not even like light. a UFO. Yeah. Is it, there more to this? I can't even crazy? look it up. Yeah, I know. So I'll, I'm <sighs> gonna skip to the end where. Uh, Does it fly away ever? After you leave the house, it flies away. Oh, you can even you see it, it fly away. I'm trying to get Hold to on. that. Hold on. Oh god, I'm scared see, that spoilers are gonna. Isn't that cool? Isn't that beautiful? Wow. I can't believe I came across that naturally and didn't even know. Like, if you would have never told me that, I wouldn't have known until I looked it up after I beat the game. Because so, I was very close to looking it up. If you want to look it up yourself and you're from, you're comfortable with spoilers, the video is called We Found Red Dead 2's Craziest Easter Egg So Far. Post- wow, that was... Posted that's, by IGN. Oh, that's just so far. That wasn't the craziest one. There's got to be more crazy <laughs> well, that's just a clickbait 
title. I don't man. know. I don't, fall for clickbait don't titles. Don't take it for gospel. It's My a, gosh. <laughs> no, wait. Oh, that's the only crazy one that's so the far? Cre- there's still crazy there's still ones more? out there? Whoa. There's more UFOs. My gosh. Is there a War of the Worlds campaign? <laughs> That'll be instead of Undead Nightmare, it'll be Aliens. That'd be cool. Cowboys versus Aliens. That would Speaking be cool. Speaking of which, what I was thinking, wouldn't this be a great time to drop Undead Nightmare? Oh my god. Dead 2? Best PR stunt ever. Or worst. Or I No, know. I think it it'd be I think it'd be best. No, it's hilarious. Okay. No, it's probably not. Because people are actually like dying. <laughs> going back and forth. People are actually dying from this, so we can't really make too many jokes about it. No, I agree. I think they're yeah. Don't go crazy making your dumb memes because this is like serious. But anyway, Jeremiah writes in. <laughs> Jeremiah says just another painful fan email to open, referencing how we were like, oh, please don't send in. Is this a new phrase. one? Is Jeremiah that, is new. Yeah, I know he's new because he tells me how to pronounce his name, which I appreciate. Maybe he just does that every single time he talks to somebody. Um. By the way, you pronounce my name as Jer... Uh, my... Uh. No, he doesn't do that, because it's spelled differently. Um, <laughs> and so then he says pronounce like Jeremiah, the classic spelling. Although, there is a possibility. I didn't know how to pronounce that either. You know what I'm saying? You gotta keep that in mind, oh, Jeremiah. This is, this is from Jeremiah. <laughs> He's a fan from California, and right. he started listening to his podcast during his fourth playthrough. Oh my god, people play this game. Fourth? That's- playthrough brevin this game took me like 50 hours to get halfway through it we got to get jeremiah on the podcast oh my he's, god, he's like a master he's a master of the game at that point my god finished finished the last episode finished it during episode 11 and during episode 12 i oh no i'm sorry <laughs> he finished his fourth episode during episode 11 of our podcast oh, i'm messing this up hold on what is give going me, on give me, <laughs> just give me like a break for a all second. right you got a break he finished his fourth playthrough of red dead redemption 2 yeah during our episode 11 of our podcast and then hold on say the beginning part <laughs> i'm trying to follow this it's really not clicking it's not even important which is why it's, this is so funny he was so, listening to episode 11 of red dead reflection yes the show when he play, yeah are you familiar with that i what's the show about when he finished his fourth playthrough of red dead redemption 2 so okay. it's it's the original meaning you actually it, like that's exactly what I took it as the first time. No, you said but it. I said I said his fourth episode before. Oh, did you? I thought I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but then he says during episode twelve of Reddit Reflection, he started his fifth playthrough. He's going around for the fifth time. Do you own any other games? It I'm doesn't mess- matter. I'm just man. <laughs> Give him a break. Maybe he doesn't. But um, <laughs> maybe he doesn't. <laughs> oh man, it's possible. It's possible. Hey, if, if if you're gonna own one game, dude, this is a good game to own. There's a lot. I mean, this is a lot for one playthrough, and he's playing it for his fifth time, and he's trying to catch up to your progress by episode 13's release. So wait, this is episode 13. Oh, man. I hope you did. Let us know if you caught up. That's, That's interesting. Because that that'd be playing as much as you played in like I played in the last three months. Three months in a in, week. Yeah, that's <laughs> insane. I, this is why I need Jeremiah on this podcast, man, because he, <laughs> Jeremiah, he, you're my backup. he wouldn't pull any s- stunts. All right. Finally, we have one last email from Thomas, and this is serious. Thomas. Well, he says, hey, guys, it's Thomas. I'm sorry for annoying you. I know my emails are meaningless <laughs> and stupid, so I'm going to stop sending them. He did not actually say He literally that. said this. No, he didn't. But I'm still going to keep listening. Keep up the good work. <clears throat> and this breaks my heart. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thomas, your emails are not annoying us at all. I'm worried about what we said that might have given that impression. 
I remember what we said, but it was all sarcastic. What was it? It was like, you need to stop emailing us or something to that. Did we actually say that? Not that. It wasn't that mean. But it was something to that, like, line of thinking. I don't remember at all. But if you, if this is your impression, Thomas, I we were not doing our job. <laughs> you guys, I love Thomas's emails, personally. I do, too. I do look forward to them. I mean, they keep... It's, if it's free content for us. Thomas, you better email us next week. Write us in, Thomas. Let us know. I mean, like, our... He is our number one email supporter. He is. Yeah, he is. And we've hurt his feelings. We've we've I'm d- I'm deeply sorry about that, Thomas. I hope you get the courage to e- write in again. I'm sorry to have breached your trust. Um okay, Brevin. All right. Why did you read that last? That was the worst e- Oh, wait, what? I'm sorry. I have to bring this up. Oh god. We were just talking about my laptop that I ordered. Yep. And how it was delayed, and we were worried about it shipping due to the coronavirus. Did it just change I'm again? I'm so privileged that this is what I'm worried this about. Is, yeah, he, I can't get my shiny new laptop during the coronavirus. <laughs> but it just shipped, man. Oh, wow. Standard three to six business days. Is that really going to happen? Dude. It probably will. I'm so excited. That's awesome news. It is. It is. Um, we were just worried because he got a delay on it, so... Apparently now it's shipped, so they so have, maybe they just have no clue what they're doing. They're just pressing random random buttons. Stressed at this out time. out there, worried about like what's going on in the world. Just know that I'm going to get my laptop, that so you... it will be okay. That's <laughs> all that matters. That's... As long as you get your, as long as you like get my laptop. laptop. <laughs> oh man, uh, we're gonna really I... upset. We're gonna upset a lot I of people myself. this episode. I, I feel like so, Brevin, take over for me. Are you? <clears throat> all right, what have you done? What have I done? Um, what have you done? Let's see. I don't have my notes up. All right. <laughs> Do you want me to cover for you? No, I got this. I'll just offend more people. <laughs> That's not what we need right now. We're going north to New York, Tyler. That's my first note. Wait, what? We're going north to New York. This is Dutch talking to Arthur. I've got a new plan. Oh. We're going north to New York. Then we're going to New Guinea. Guinea. Is this that what is... it's called? New Guinea or New Guinea? New Guinea? New Guinea. It's... Maybe. I don't remember this at all. Though. You don't remember this? Wait. This is right after he kills Cornwall. That was the last thing that happened, remember? So this is... They've just given up on the West. But yeah. They, well, <laughs> I love this thought process on this. He was like, we've gone West, or we're going West, it's not working. We've gone East, we've gone South, but we haven't gone North. <laughs> so we're going to New York. <laughs> I love that process of elimination argument, where you're like... I haven't tried this yet. I haven't tried. No, we're going to go northeast if this doesn't work. See what we find up there. Oh, man. So this is the Liberty City mission. This is. <laughs> Isn't that interesting yes. that they don't call it Liberty City? Th- that's not the same universe. Is it, though? I don't know. The UFOs look similar. <laughs> that's the connection. <laughs> that's the connection. The UFOs. Aliens exist in both worlds, so it must be the same universe. I, maybe, I wonder if there's more. It's like Nico Bellic roaming around. Maybe like his Nico ancestor. Bellic is in the UFO. And he's from his world that has Liberty City. Think about it. So, yeah, we're going to go get stolen horses. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't care about that. <laughs> what are we doing in New York? Well, we're going we're gonna to get there after. That's, that's our escape plan. So we're not actually going to get there because Dutch's plans never work. He's just, he's just talking right now. Maybe. He's just trying to calm Wait a Arthur second. What? Wait a second. What? Think about, think about this. They keep planning. Oh, see this? I figured it out. They keep planning on going to the West, Mm -hmm. and it fails, and it fails, and it fails. They end up in Guarma, they end up in St. Denis, they end up in Blackwater, whatever. It's not the West. What if they plan to go somewhere else besides the West, 
they might have a chance of ending up in the West. I've been playing oh a lot of Pokemon God. Mystery Dungeon, right? <laughs> and sometimes my Pokemon gets confused. Yep. And in that game, when your Pokemon is confused, they can just attack in a random direction. And I found that a good strategy is rather than attacking in the direction that you want to go and hope that it doesn't re re aim, you just pick a random direction and maybe it'll self correct and end up pointing to pointing the attack in the right direction. Dutch is a confused Pokemon. He's a, he's he's my confused Mudkip. <laughs> that's what Dutch is. Oh man, Dutch is a Mudkip. Um, that's just so if they <clears throat> if the they try thing. if they strive for New York and fail, they might end up in the West anyway. If you aim for the moon. If you miss, you'll just land in the stars, right? Remember that? Man, you were really off the rails today. That's all I got to say. This is off. This is... Woo! This is what we show up for. <clears throat> this is it. I don't <laughs> have anything to respond to what you just said with. I got nothing. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just reading my notes. Stolen, <laughs> stolen horses. You, have you forgotten how flies. to do a podcast? I don't... I, do, <laughs> I don't know. There's too much going on in the world, man. <laughs> I can't handle this. <laughs> Just read your notes, Brevin. It'll make you feel better. <laughs> All right. Actually, I got a good question for you. I hope you remember this. Like, what? Who stole? You know, you know, Eagle Flies, right? You know this guy. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, Rainfall Rain Rainfalls. Is that his name? His son. Yeah, something like that. Eagle Flies <clears throat> is the chief of the. I don't know what local Indian reservation. Yep. <sighs> chief of the reservation tribe. Chief of the tribe who is confined to the reservation. Yep. Um. And he's trying to enlist help from Arthur and the Vanderlands to do various things. To fight the army. So Eagle Flies is hell-bent on fighting... No, the sun. What's the sun's name? Eagle Flies is the is the sun. Rainfalls, I believe, is the Okay, so the Rainfalls the is the chief. Eagle Flies is the sun. Yeah. Eagle Flies is really all about fighting and oh, yeah. being aggressive. And Rainfalls is like... Making the treaties and trying to be peaceful. Yeah, he's trying. He's very... He's chill. I like him. I like him a lot. So, who stole horses from them? That's what I... I don't think I caught this detail. Do you remember? I don't think it's important. Someone stole horses from them? Eagle flies, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like, that's why they go to that boat. We haven't even... I'm jumping on You gotta help me out, man. I am, like, far removed from Red Dead. I know. You don't even play the game anymore. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You play a lot. You just... (gasps) What? I haven't done my daily task for online today to oh, keep my streak no. going what are we gonna do oh no <laughs> i might have time to do it we'll see just you can just run and do it while i talk to myself <laughs> how about that <laughs> yeah so basically i don't know who stole their horses you know it could have matters. been the government taking them oh it probably because... was the government because that's why you fight the army yeah it's more it's more I think government it was stuff. the government took them because they're bad you know <laughs> government bad all right keep that in mind dutch says this is you know dutch is, doesn't even make sense anymore like there was sometimes where i'd be like okay dutch maybe maybe it works out but dutch says we need more noise arthur which is why they're helping the indians or the native americans fight the army because they want to start like a war basically to try and be like hey let's sneak ourselves out this is just the worst idea this, ever. yeah it's there's I love, absolutely I love no this. there's like not even a like a sem like it's not going to work. No. This is like if I go into a house where I want to like steal something, if I shoot a gun, right, people will be so distracted by that that they won't notice me stealing the plasma TV. But they're going to say, oh, that guy just walked in, fired a gun, and then stole my plasma TV. <laughs> now you've just committed two crimes. Yeah, exactly. Now you're just going to be in jail longer. And that's all Dutch is doing. He's just, he's just es- escalating. So... <sighs> I, I'm I'm with you, man. Dutch is sort of just 
doing whatever. So, so to get these horses, they're on a boat, which is interesting. I never really thought about boat horses being transported Sailor horses. on boat. Yeah, <laughs> there's no people on this boat. It's just horses, just down in the middle of the ocean. I hope the horses got their sea legs at least. <laughs> Apparently, they do because we'll, we'll talk about that later. But um, you get on the boat, you sneak up on it through some canoes with um, the Native Americans. You kill a bunch of people on it. You get the horses. Nothing, nothing crazy really happens. But horses can swim. Uh, is it for gameplay game mechanics? They like, can. I, I bet you horses can swim. Why wouldn't they be able to swim? I don't. They're big, and they don't really have like legs that can like. Hippos can swim, but hippos are like supposed to be swim. That's like what they do. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about a horse, like they're gonna float just from sitting there, be given the shape are of they? their body and stuff. I would think like they would like topside, like they like... oh, <laughs> turn on their side. <laughs> yeah, like they would like. I love how this game challenges our basic understanding of like everything. I'm I'm really not sure if someone is an equestrian out there. Is that are you an equestrian if you ride horses or the, is the horse the equestrian? <sighs> Equ- oh wow! See, look at that man. You're messing me up. I'm pretty <laughs> sure equestrian is the study of horse equestrian. No equestrianology. That's all. That's maybe a long no. Word. Maybe an equestrian is one who studies and knows about horses. So, yeah, I think you're right. So then the equestrian so, wouldn't be the horse. Arthur Morgan's equestrian question. <laughs> Let's hear it. How's your horse Ar- doing? Arthur Taya? Morgan's Morgan equestrian question of the week. That's it, right? Yeah. Taya's fantastic. Awesome. I did try to jump over a fence today, and she just completely <laughs> did not make the jump, which I didn't know was possible. I thought that was kind of like scripted, that you would just go through it, but nope. If you clip that fence, you're oh, just going no, flying. Oh, no, yeah. I've been, my poor horse in online, I just like brutalized, because I'll like, be like, oh, I can I can jump off this cliff. Like, that's enough. They'll land fine. Oh, nope. God. Don't land fine. <laughs> We survived. I've never done that once yet. That was a mistake. Taya's fallen over like twice in the entire you're game. Online man, you're you're moving fast. Ugh. You're not worrying about your horse's legs. You probably don't even feed your horse. It's probably, I do. Hey, no, I have very good relationship with my horse. It's probably a skeleton. No, my horse is in very good shape. What's your horse's know. name? It probably doesn't even have a Kia. name. Kia. Kia, like the car company. No, actually, <laughs> is that all she is? A mode of transportation? <laughs> yeah, I ride a Kia. I mean, it's not much, but it gets from point A to point B. It's got a good warranty. No, Q-U-I-L-L-A. No. I, I looked up a god, an Aztec god's name. And it just happened to be a car company's name, too. I didn't that's think about so the phonetics funny. of it, man. That is hilarious. That's, <sighs> like, probably my, that's like one of my favorite moments on the show right there. Like it's, it's small, but it's funny. That's comedy right there. Yeah, last name Forte. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, you, what was that? Oh, yeah, the boat, <laughs> the boat crash was very disappointing. Can I say that? Like, I, you gotta, you gotta help me out here, man. What is the boat? So you, what's the situation? Right, so help me out. You're trying to get the horses back, all right? Yeah. See, they're on a boat. Yep. Like, I, okay, I got that. <laughs> Thank you. You take some canoes. You get on the boat. You kill the people. You get the horse. Oh, Dutch tries to drive the boat. I left this part out. Dutch drives. Dutch drives the boat, but apparently he doesn't know what the gas pedal is. I don't think boats have gas pedals, but. <laughs> You don't know what the gas... I keep pressing the gas pedal, Arthur, <laughs> just spraying gas everywhere. This is probably me if I also drove, but I'd crash it. But he just drives straight into a rock, and, like, I would picture, like, the boat crumbling. Maybe I don't know, like, boat physics, or boat <laughs> boat physics, boat anatomy. But it just, like, bounces off, and then, oh, there's a hole in it! Let's get off! And that's it. <sighs> I expected some dramatic, like, explosion. I mean, you had that with the Guama boat crash, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah, that was crazy. So this is just, like, a, a smaller one. They, just, they didn't have the budget to put this in. I mean, in. If, you, if you hit a rock and it, like, pierces the 
The hole? Bow? Is that what it's hole? called? That's what it is. Not my word. You're right. And then wow, it bounces off. And then it starts filling with water. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I expect it to be more dramatic. <clears throat> it seems like, all right, let's go. Get all the horses. Not enough drama for you. Not huh? enough drama. And Here's surprisingly. the thing. If the, if the boat crashes too severely, then you lose the horses. That's true. There's a there's a middle ground we had here. So. Some explosion, not too much, right? Yeah. A decent <laughs> amount of explosions. Um, so, yeah, the, the horses just swim. It's crazy. Equestri- if you're <laughs> Equestrians out there, if you're listening right now. <laughs> Do horses like swim really well? Is this like a known thing? I think they. I think they. Maybe not well. I mean, they're not going to be racing Michael Phelps, but you can. <laughs> I would pay to see that. I like you. It. I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem like it would work. Like they got the boniest little. Well, most horses. Some. If you're Bill Williamson, then you've got a horse with some <laughs> thick legs. But if you're anyone else, they're they're like twigs. Yeah, if it, only only thick-legged horses can swim. I think that's what it is. Bill's the thickest boy, and he's got the <laughs> thickest legs on his horse. He's not the thickest boy. That's Pearson, but... Oh, wow. Okay. I don't <clears throat> know, man. They're both up there. No, Bill's got more of like a, t- like a bear-type thing going on. Pearson's just fat. Oh. Don't, Poor Pearson. Don't do that to Pearson. Poor Pearson. I'm sorry. He just eats a lot. All right. Um, <laughs> God. Oh, man. All right. This My notes are terrible this week, apparently. Stealing explosive to blow up bridge. Did I just immediately go to this mission? I must have. So, uh, so you're just doing a series of missions that's helping out the Native Americans. Yeah, right? that's all. That's basically what this next run through is going to be. We're okay. trying to help them make the army mad. Okay, no, that's not true. They don't want to just make the army mad. Well, they want to. They want to. <laughs> they want to fight back against the army. Yeah, yeah, you're the one who wants to make the army yes. mad at the Native Americans. Yes, which is just terrible. Yeah, this is awful. Like, if anything, if there's any point in the game where you can say like oh no this is not a defensible position it's yeah, what you're doing is, now yeah this is just inciting a war yeah for exactly. no reason other than for personal gain a smoke screen which doesn't even make any sense so we're we're stealing explosives from this um from the stagecoach it's just another stealing stagecoach mission how Nothing do you too crazy are you, are you getting worn out by the missions? the constant like fighting i mean i can't say like I feel like nothing crazy has happened, like, mission-wise in a while. Um, well, I shouldn't say that because Guarma happened. But it's been a lot of combat. And, like, it's good because I got some new guns, so I can enjoy those. I'll talk about those later. But, yeah, I'm getting a little worn out on the fighting. I want, like, more, like... Um, hot air balloons? Hot air balloon. Like, crazy <laughs> stuff. Like, stuff like that. Not just, all right, let's go rob a stagecoach. But I guess this one's different because you get it, and then you got to make sure you don't get shot so the dynamite doesn't blow up. So it's a little different. There's a little twist on it. Little twist, and you're not yeah. driving, which is fun. I, I I enjoy the missions when you're not driving things a lot more than when you're driving things. Yeah, I get that. It's, I mean, it's just way more enjoyable. Yeah, and easier. Um, <laughs> I never thought it was possible to hate Micah more. He is literally like the most hateable character in the entire game. Wow. Now this is the character that you said you predicted he would die, but you yes. thought that he would have like a cool death that would redeem himself yeah no he's not having that are you going you're reverting that i don't think he's going to i think he's going to be just terrible right down to when he dies he's going to die okay like he's going to say something like i hate you arthur <laughs> falls over and dies. no it's not gonna be that bad but he's just he's not going to redeem himself are you a writer for this game i am why well, i just know i'm just saying every single thing but that's gonna happen um, yeah micah sucks yeah what's what's making you say this because he's just so I'm in charge now. I don't know how to do Micah's voice, but, like, he's basically... Well, he thinks he's in charge, but he's really not. Dutch is just using him, and 
Micah's the worst second man to have because he doesn't have any intelligence. He's just, let's go blow stuff up. That's all he's got. Let's Depends go fight on what people. you're doing, man. That might be a good second man to have. If mm, you're... Not when you're in this position. No, I mean, if Dutch is, is all about making noise, that's a good second I don't, man. I think you need to have, like, two, like, opposing side kind of, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, oh my god, what's his name? Hosea was a great second man to Dutch because Hosea's, like, the opposite of Dutch. Arthur's almost kind of the opposite of Dutch a little bit, too. Because they provide balance. Yeah, they balance provide balance. In the force. Now it's just, they're just all force (laughs) (laughs) okay there's no thought um so (laughs) so what sucks yeah can you take you sort of you're jumping around i know i'm losing the continuity here hold on what what happened exactly that made you say this about micah because he was just when every single it's basically it's as simple as this every single time you talk to him he's just annoying and mean that's all it is (laughs) he's just being like, I can't say the word. He's being a butthole. Oh, That's okay. all it is. Yeah. So, and it's not, there's no, like, okay. I there's got, no I got overarching you. thing that he says, like, I'm going to avenge something or something like that. I'm going to get revenge. It's just, no, he's just being stupid. Just a jerk in general. Just being a jerk. Don't be a Micah. Don't, don't ever be a Micah. And if you are Micah, stop listening right now. What? If your name is Micah, you're not allowed to listen? <laughs> Are there any, like, modern-day Micahs? Is that a common name? I'm not, I've never met anyone. It's not common, but I bet you someone's name is Micah. That's true. My name is Brevin, and that's definitely not common. Is Micah a biblical name, by the way, or something? I think Hosea is from, like, the Old Testament. Hosea definitely sounds like a biblical name, but I have no idea about Micah. Could be. I thought I, thought I was reading something about that, but anyway. <laughs> that's a very specific article. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I'm trying to... What, oh God, man, this is... These are some terrible notes. I just played the game. I don't think I even wrote notes. I'm just kidding. I have notes. I got the Carcano rifle. I think. Oh, oh, I know when you get this. This is when you get the Carcano rifle when you and Bill um, plan the ambush on getting the stagecoach. Remember this? It's in the little town. I don't know the name of the town. It's in that small town. Um, Something's occurring to me right now. What's that? What's occurring? You are speaking so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I- I've drank coffee a lot faster because I'm not <laughs> drinking a hot coffee. I don't know if I've contributed to this at all, because I feel like I'm speaking quickly as well, but I just want to take a breath. Take a breath. Don't relax your shoulders a little bit. We're doing a podcast. It's about video games. It doesn't matter at all. Don't even remind me about what's going on outside these doors. It doesn't matter, man. Do some stretches. Crack your back. All right. He can do it. I can't. Relax. How are you doing out there, folks? Take a deep breath. We'll slow it down for you. If you're, like, losing your mind because you're listening to us, I'm so sorry. <laughs> They're like, this is supposed to calm me down during all this. <laughs> now look at me. We got rifle. We're going to ambush him. I was like, oh, my God. Woo. <sighs> <sighs> all right. All right. We good? I don't know, man. So Bill Williams. I'm unzipping my sweatshirt. All right. Now he's taking clothes off. Oh, <laughs> now he just unzipped it. That's all. Bill Williamson is a really good fake drunk. How about I say that right now? Uh, sounds like you said it already. Did I say guy. that? He's a really good fake drunk. <laughs> no, I'm, you just I said it. Yeah, I understand, now. I understand yeah. what's going on. This isn't, taking these deep breaths didn't help. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so our plan to ambush for the stagecoach that's full of diamonds. This is such a... I'm just jumping all over the place. I need better notes or something. <laughs> this is terrible. I'm, I'm remembering now what you guys are doing. Yeah. So you laid down dynamite. To blow up the stagecoach, or are you stealing? No, no, dynamite? no. We're stealing. We're stealing the dynamite. We're stealing the stagecoach right now. Okay, because you sort of 
you have jumped around. Yes. So to do that, you are perched up on like an over. Like it's, like a, a, it's like an abandoned building. A hill. Or it's a building. But you're above the railroads yes. or whatever it is. Not even railroads. You're in a town. Okay, see, I'm I'm confusing this for the later mission <laughs> yes, where you I know up the railroad. Yes, tracks. I know exactly what you're talking about. <sighs> so, <laughs> Bill <in> town <laughs> with a, a stagecoach. Yes. And you have the Carcano rifle? Yeah, you get this is when you get the Carcano rifle because you can't buy it before this. And I've been wondering, when am I going to get this? And I finally got it. And it's awesome. It's nice. It's basically one shot anywhere. It even kills Isn't people through powerful? things. Yeah, it's wicked powerful. Oh, wow. I'm surprised it doesn't like, blow limbs off. Like, it's basically the bear 50 cal of this game. Wow. But, um, yeah, you get this mission, you get to snipe a bunch of people, Bill acts like he's drunk and just lays down like he's dead in front of the stagecoach, which, <laughs> how this works, I have no idea. <laughs> it's a great plan, but it's, like, so easy. Like, how, <laughs> if someone, if I was in this position and Bill was like, I'm gonna go play dead in front of them, I would be like, that's not gonna work, but we can try it. <laughs> Because I don't know what's the worst case that happens. They move your body. And so what do they do? On. They he he just slows them down and then and then they, when they go to check on him, he just shoots them and then <laughs> that's even worse. It's not even like a cohesive plan. Is when they get near me, Arthur. Uh, the Vanderlins are just a fake drunk laying down in front of the stagecoach of civilization, and it works somehow. And it works. And they get a bunch of explosives, and those explosives will come in handy in a later mission. Oh, really? But for now, we're going to talk about something else. Wow, you're you're taking a sidestep. Yeah. I got some new guns. Oh, okay. A couple new. We ha- what, what do we call this? <clears throat> yeah, there's definitely a name for this. I don't have my stuff with me, but um, there's a there's a gun. We'll there add, is. We'll add the, the superlative in post. Not really. No, we're not going to do that. That's way too much effort. Hold on. Just talk about your guns for a little bit, and I'll <clears throat> find it. So, I noticed, uh, like, <laughs> right when I started playing... Um, in this last, right before this episode, I noticed all my guns were worn, like really bad condition. Which, is, like, they go down so fast they, in condition. They degrade pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. and I, I there's something so satisfying about watching him clean them. I don't know what it is. It's like not even like it's a crazy good animation, but it's just nice watching things get clean. I think because I spend a lot of money on my guns. I I customize every single one that I use normally. Oh, and I can look really pretty too. I always make them silver. Silver. That's what I've been doing. Gold's too gaudy. Arthur's yeah. not a gold guy. He's a silver guy, though. Yeah, yeah, I respect that. I like nickel, too, a little bit. I was using nickel before when I didn't have as much money. Oh, now that I got money, okay. though, it's like Excuse uh, silver. Excuse me. Okay, all right. And then I always like to put on, like, the cherry wood. Ooh. I, I get, like, I red. I don't normally go for that. I'm more for, like, the mahogany. Is that dark? Yeah. I, cherry's easy because cherries are red, but when you say mahogany, I'm just like, okay, it's wood. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you... Okay. Yes, that is easy to remember. Um, <laughs> Maguire Gun of the Week. Maguire Rest Gun. Rest in peace, Sean Maguire. Uh, poor Sean. It's Wait, been a is while. That, is, that's right, right. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, he's dead. No, or are I, you asking if the superlative's right? I'm asking if that's his last name, Maguire. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah, we some we're losing our um, our people here, huh? Yeah. What's the name of the woman that died? Molly O'Shea. Molly O'Shea. Oh, how's your beard going? Um, I've been keeping up with it. I hate going into the menu to look at Arthur when his sickly human face, <laughs> as opposed to non-human face. You know what I want you to try? What? And maybe you want to load after doing this, but just shave him completely bald and shave his beard off. <laughs> he would literally look like a zombie. He looks gross and creepy. Oh, God. Like, that. you need the hat to block his eyes, like, the, so you can't see how sickly he is. Isn't it when is he gonna get better? How well they've done that? It's though? it's. Yeah, I don't like looking at him. 
Yeah. Like, you I can't wait till he's better. Eat your uh, Wheaties. Eat my, eat my kidney beans, because that's what I've been eating a lot of. And kidney canned beans? strawberries. Do you mean baked beans? I thought there were kidney beans in the game. I don't know. Maybe there are. I know there's baked beans, that's no, for sure. No, it's just, it's just can of beans, I think it is. Oh, so I'm just being too specific for no reason. But it probably isn't baked beans, because I think that's a little too, like, too future. rich for uh, <laughs> too rich. Arthur's blood. Baked beans is a very high quality It's expensive. Meal. Baked beans is more expensive than just, like, kidney beans, right? That's true. Um, Hold on. I'm, I just want to mention that, like, what? while I'm working from home for the next couple weeks, I'm just not going to shave at all. You're not? I'm going to see what happens. I like this. It's not going to look good. So I already gonna... have hair growing, like, on my cheek. It just... I can't... Oh, I can see it a little bit. It's going to happen. Oh, man. This is going to be... You... Maybe you have... <laughs> is this the first time you've not... Sh... Like, you're not going to shave? Like, is this the first time you've ever done that in your entire life? <sighs> in recent memory. I don't know. I mean, for two weeks... That's a long time. Two weeks is quite a bit. I've so, done it before for two weeks, and I start to look like I'm homeless, so. I, I already got the sweatshirt for it, man. Remember? <laughs> yes, you do. That's for sure. So, the guns. Um, all right. So, bought two new guns. Switched out the volcanic pistol. You're, you're done with it? Done with it and got Retiring the mouse. Ooh. Okay. I want to talk about this. Let me hear it. Because in online, I was trying to decide whether or not to buy the Mauser or the semi-auto. Mm-hmm. And I was is the semi-auto the M93 or M19, whatever it is, the the, the gun that looks like an M1911? Nope. No. Oh, is it the That's it's the Luger? It's the Luger looking pistol, right? The yes, semi-auto. but it's not really a Luger. I but actually, it looks like it. I did some research. It's we the, talked about this. Yes, we talked about this briefly. Yeah. We don't talk about the game outside of the podcast as a rule, but this we did talk about this one thing. Um I don't remember what it's actually based off of anymore, but it's the pistol with like the weird tumor looking thing on the back. <laughs> That's one way um, to describe it. And I always thought it was weird and sort of ugly looking, but I looked up this awesome video where the guy, this guy has one, the gun that the fictional gun is based on, mm. obviously. And, like, you see the firing mechanism, and it looks so cool, so I, I sort of fell in love with it. Um, but the reason why I was so confused is because I was like, wait, the Mauser... Because I remember this in single player where I got the Mauser, and I went to fire it, and I was like what's going on because i'd fire it and it would be like okay one shot and then i'd fire it again and it would just do like semi-auto yeah and i was like wasn't the mauser full auto in the last game i don't think there was any full auto guns in the first red dead were there besides like the gatling gun what do you think no it wasn't full auto i i I don't remember what pistol i used to use in red dead one i think i stuck with the volcanic pistol for a long time too the Mauser in Red Dead 1 was fully automatic. I don't remember that. It was, and it was very powerful. So when I saw it in Red Dead 2, I was like, oh, sweet. I'm going to get the Mauser, and I'm going to light people up, and I was excited, right? Mm-hmm. And, of course, in the magazine, it still says automatic, because if you think about it in those terms, like, it automatically... Um, you don't have to, what, what you know, that gun terms... Chamber, oh, not chamber. is the bullet. Oh, okay, bullet. okay. Yeah. It automatic. So we think of it nowadays as semi-automatic, but really that it would be a quote-unquote automatic gun back yeah. then, I think. Um, but yeah, and and if you actually look up the Mauser, there was a semi-auto version originally, and then later on it was fully automatic. But the fully automatic version didn't come out until 1925 or something like that. So, so even so in Red Dead 1, it wouldn't have existed. It didn't really make sense, but whatever. Maybe that's why they changed it to semi, because they realized they made like a... So, I have a theory about that, because I was reading up on this a lot, as Wow, this really, like, messed with you, huh? Yes, because it was <laughs> it was getting to, like, the, um, 
what's that called? Where the Bernstein Bears thing. Where I was like, was oh, there the Mandel never, effect. Yeah, yeah. Was there never a fully auto pistol in the first game? Like, am I crazy? Because I I bought the gun or I picked it up, whatever it was, and mm-hmm. I was firing. I was like, this is not fully automatic, but it's the same exact gun. It was very bizarre for me. And let me know if you had a similar experience. But apparently, <laughs> in the first game, it was fully automatic. Mm-hmm. In multiplayer, they had to nerf the full auto because it was too powerful. Yep. I mean, you would just kill people very quickly. Yeah, automatic guns sound broken in these types of games. Yes. But what's funny about that is <laughs> you could actually fire the full auto Mauser more quickly by tapping the trigger than by holding it down. Wow, so they just messed up on the programming on the <laughs> so, gun terribly. So it still fires like full auto, but in doing that, it's slower than the semi-auto firing. That's funny. Isn't that hilarious? That's that's, that's a big... Uh, what a weird like video game-y thing to happen. That's a big error, yeah. They don't care, though. No, I mean, it only affects balance in multiplayer. But. Yeah. But then, essentially, people were just using it as a semi-auto in multiplayer anyway, so mm-hmm. then why not just make it semi-auto? That's interesting. The only other game I know that has this gun, but it's not called the Mauser, is... Actually, maybe a couple of war games have it that I've played in the past, but I can't remember. Resident Evil 4 has it, and it's called the Red 9, and it's one of my favorite pistols. Oh. Is it is it full auto? No, it's not. Okay. It's, it's, one, it's like the highest upgraded pistol besides the revolvers, I believe. See, whenever I see the Mauser or something based off of it in another game, I would always assume that it was full auto because of my experience with Red Dead 1. Mm-hmm. So this just got me totally messed wow. up. Wow, see, I was I don't remember that at all. So when I got it, I was like, ooh. Well, it felt so fast because compared to the Volcanic Pistol, it is an auto, like a fully automatic gun. Yeah, you can yeah, fire yeah, yeah. it so fast. Volcanic Pistol is like one shot every two seconds. But in online, I ended up going for the semi-auto pistol over the Mauser just because of the slight stats difference which is the only what's, difference what's now? the difference in it is it higher damage i would picture that being lower than the mauser i think the mauser is a pretty powerful pistol i don't remember exactly what it is it's something like it's lower damage but better accuracy and mm-hmm. shorter bloom like reverse you know what I'm saying? yeah no, yeah, time no, for it to go back yep. to the center dot <clears throat> yeah um, you cannot rapid fire the mauser from far range it would, yes. you're just completely inaccurate and that's it. what's so tough about these pistols is because you need to rather than having the actual for, like the revolver mechanism to force you to pause yeah. you need to pause yourself yep. and it sort of reteaches you how to fire your gun i know it's really odd not having because every gun now that i'm using is a is a repeating gun besides my pistol because hmm. i i bought another new gun and that's the repeating shotgun oh boy i this i it's fun i i tr- Freight away. Is that the right term? Freight away? I think I'm making things up. I don't know what you're trying to say. I'm trying to say I stayed away, but in a different way. So I'm just going to say with I stayed away from (laughs) buying like a semi-auto shotgun. You were on the fringe from the concept of, I don't know. Of words. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I stayed away from trying to buy the semi-auto shotgun because that's not, or pump action, because that's not the cowboy way. Interesting. You think that the repeating shotgun is more cowboy because it's like... It's like a repeater. It's like a repeater. Yeah. And it's awesome. It's so fun to use because it's just a repeater that just you can don't have to aim, basically. I'm actually team pump out, uh, pump shotgun. I do like the pump in like any other game. Like any modern game, I would always but choose pump shotguns. But they had them back in cowboy times, right? They did, but cowboys... No, that's, that's a police gun back then. I feel... I don't know. I'm just making stuff <laughs> up at this point. It just Only doesn't feel allowed. right. Okay. That's like that's an that's an Ocolm or is that what they are? No, not Ocolm. Oh, Driscoll. Oh, <laughs> I'm just mixing everything up. <laughs> it's an Ocolm Driscoll type of gun right there. 
It's a pump action. Uh, I don't. I don't agree with that. Well, you've been using Mausers and semi-auto and volcanic pistols. Those aren't cowboy guns. Volcanic pistol. That's a cowboy gun. No, it is not. It's a pirate gun. All right, pirates, cowboys, basically the same thing, (laughs) just different transportation. Arthur Morgan. (laughs) Oh man, I'll never not laugh at stupid stuff like that. All right. (laughs) Yeah, bought some new guns. Made them look really pretty. Silvered them out. Very nice. I like them both a lot. Mm -hmm. Got a lot of use out of them. Um, next mission, we get to watch Colmo Driscoll hang because he's been captured. That's right. Because you have you have to kill Colm, right? And of There's course, no choice. You need yeah. to do it. We need to be the Cause ones because it's, it's a revenge. Yes, this it's is pure very. Revenge. It doesn't matter what. Nothing else matters. You no. need to do that. I need to be there to watch him and make sure it happens. And so the way this mission works is you get police uniforms. Like, why did they choose police uniforms? They could have dressed like anyone, couldn't they? Uh, to stand on a rooftop around like a but that's not even the point like dutch is always on the ground he's just dressed up like a police officer he could have dressed like anyone and i don't think anyone would have swayed another or like looked at him a different way just don't dress up like dutch it might have been like to get i don't know they don't really use the police uniform they just make arthur look silly to look silly Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I mean, they could just dress up like fancy people. Exactly. Or... That's what that's what um, Sadie does. She just dresses up like a fancy person. Yeah. They're like, now nah, let's get some police uniforms. Like, where do you even get police uniforms from without killing police? I guess I've killed enough police to get at least two <laughs> police uniforms. They've got, like, closets full of police yeah. uniforms. They, they're point. never going to run out. I'm surprised they found one that fit them, though, really well. That's what I love about, <laughs> like, finding, like, taking the security guards outfit and it just, just fits, fits perfectly. perfect yeah. yeah there's no problem finally tailored i would love a game that brought that up like you would just be like sagging on you a little bit like <laughs> it just looks slightly too big just for a little bit while you steal a guard uniform like a uh, hitman yeah every yeah. outfit he steals is just like perfectly suited for him it's just the hitman lore they just form fit to you like i, vacuum. I do remember in grand theft auto 5 we haven't brought it up yet have what we? no i don't i don't think we have there we go ring the bell um, you can go to the like cheap clothes stores mm. as Trevor and buy like a plaid suit that doesn't fit him at all. It's hilarious. That's so funny. Have you, seen, you haven't done no, that? No, I haven't done that. Oh, it's got like the legs are like six inches up his <laughs> shins. Oh, it's so it's so funny. That's man. such a Trevor thing. Yeah, it, like oh, that's... he's the only one who can buy that outfit. I think. Cause oh, it that's just so looks funny. Too dumb on everyone. Else. I didn't fool around with the clothes too much in GTA Five. I feel like the the clothes that it chooses for them because they get like default outfits automatically, like many that appear throughout the game. They're like so good, like well done that you don't need to change them. Like Trevor is just he's in that white shirt and in those terrible looking like pants. Yeah, that's just what he is. And then. Franklin's always either in his blue his blue um overshirt like the button that's up right. yep. with the white t-shirt underneath and like it's like those that's just what they look like and sometimes he has a tank top and then Michael he's either got the khaki shorts on with the flip-flops with right? the flip-flops the sandals. the sandals yeah oh and then he's got uh or the suit on like that's just what they look like I I messed her I think I did a lot of time with the clothes online. I fooled around with clothes a lot. I I don't know, man. I think that it's it's more fun because that helps you create your own character's identity, like within the realms of the game. I did that with their cars. That was one thing I was very made sure it was very like in line with what they'd actually do. Like Michael's Audi or whatever he drives looks like an Audi. Made that very like subtle. Okay. Just normal looking Audi. 
Um, Franklin's car absolutely tuned out because that's what Franklin would do. <laughs> make it look sweet looking. And then Trevor make it like a black, like just barely even change what it looks like because it's perfect already. That's just what Trevor yeah, would drive. I do like Trevor's truck. It's yeah, insane. It's perfect. Uh, all right. Back to, back, uh, back to Red Dead. <laughs> back to Red Dead. Um, so yeah, we're doing the, the hanging mission. So the, the <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's what you want to call it. They're doing the hanging mission. Um, so yeah, they dress up like police officers, and then they realize that a bunch of O'Driscoll boys are chilling here, ready to watch their leader die. But actually, they're gonna try and save him. <laughs> yeah, they just want to go mourn the loss already. <laughs> they want to be there in person to, to watch it. Like that's the thing. Like they they showed up, and no one bats an eye, but they're worried that the Dutch <laughs> Vanderlyn gang is gonna get caught at this. <laughs> that's the funny. What if they all showed up dressed as police officers? <laughs> it's like it's oh, like this eight is police awkward. officers at this. <laughs> None of the clothes fit, and they all look like people that crawl out of the woods. <laughs> That's so funny. They're hiring anyone nowadays after, Honestly. They, after millions of police officers were killed in the last bank robbery. Maybe that't why they killed them all so they could be the new police force of St uh, Denis. they like actually enlisted and everything yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, a bunch of vandalin bo- or not vandalin bo- a bunch of vandalin boys are here too, Arthur and Dutch. but um Driscoll boys are here, and they notice that there's a sniper perched, or no, they follow. You follow them, you eavesdrop a little bit, and they're like, all right, we're going to break him out because this is what we do every single time he gets in this position. How many times has he been, like, tried for hanging? I know you don't know, but, like, how many times can you get away with saving someone from being hanged? Is just the, is the law enforcement, like, this bad in the world of Red Dead Redemption 2? <laughs> He's literally on the doorstep of dying, and he makes it out. This is not the first time this has happened. I do think about that. I mean, if if it's, like, you know... If it's like happening in Tumbleweed or something, mm-hmm. you remember Tumbleweed? Yeah, I do remember Tumbleweed. That's a throwback. Throwback. Uh, I just th- I thought of that because there's that mission in Red Dead One where you have to save Bonnie, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. she's gonna be hanged, and then you save her from Tumbleweed. What did she get hanged for? Do you remember? It's she... not. It's not the law. Okay, I didn't think so. <laughs> I was just like, I don't remember Bonnie doing anything oh, crazy. She, yeah, she she murdered some people. You know, Bonnie. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't because I think Tumbleweed. It's an abandoned town anyway, but um, some small town where it's just like a sheriff and a couple of deputies, like mm-hmm. a gang could easily overpower them. But now they're in a city, which yeah. is probably new for Combe. Like, oh yeah, he he could probably get away with like a hanging in roads even. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is Saint Denis, whole new world. It's a future world. Um, so yeah, you you overhear that they're gonna get they're gonna save him, and you. Go up this building, you find a sniper there who's perched, who's probably going to shoot somebody to make everyone freak out. Although, still, how are they, like, how are they going to make sure O'Driscoll, like, wouldn't they kill Colm? Like, wouldn't that be, like, the first thing they want to do? Or would they want to, like, restore peace? Like, what, what's, what's you know, the priority here? I, wait, who, who are you asking about? Like, would the police want to restore order immediately, or would they just kill Colm? So, at least, like, he's still dead. Oh, no. So, I mean, come on. You've played the games where you, there's someone... about to be hanged and then you save him what do you do you oh you shoot the rope of course brevin how could you not even you literally do that in this game too yes multiple i did not even think i'm come on brevin oh god which is actually maybe sort of absurd in real life i don't how easy would that be if you maybe if you had a sniper scope it might not be hard but if you were blind if you were just firing with like iron sights i don't think that would be an easy thing to do that would be very hard and the sniper scope would have to be very finely tuned to like actually be where you're shooting at oh yeah there's absolutely no room for error on that <laughs> Could you imagine? all you have to do though is like slightly touch it though you think so i think so it depends what kind of rope it is i don't think they're using like four inch wide rope maybe yeah. they are 
Yeah, what you need is the uh, ratchet and clank like saw blade gun. That would be very wow, good. Wow, that's that. a that, that's the first time that's ever been brought up on this show. Ratchet, <laughs> ratchet and clank. clank. I, I used to love those games. Every episode, ratchet and clank, man. <laughs> she keeps coming up. Um. So yeah, you go up, you kill the the guy who's perched up there, who comes out of nowhere, he ambushes you. It actually scared me. Mm. Like I was walking up because you find the gun first. Right? Yeah, and you're like, well, looks like he's already gone. <laughs> nope. He comes out of nowhere, tries to kill you, and you get in a knife fight. I love fighting people with knives, and this just a hand to hand combat is so oh, fun. It's so good, man. And I didn't get hit one time. It was like the first time in a knife fight I have been able to dodge every single That's time. Awesome. Um, and it's always like you look like a serial killer after you're done too, which I don't know if it's good, but it's it's. <laughs> It's there. It's a detail. <laughs> you look like an absolute madman. I think man. it's good. I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. It fits Arthur. Yeah. Right after he does it. i say it's good. Um, <laughs> so you kill him, and then you're watching it through your scope. You're watching this this poor guy, Colm, about to be hanged. And poor guy. He poor doesn't guy. even look like the most wretched individual. Yeah, he, he looks like the biggest antagonist I've ever seen. <laughs> um sadie uh, this is okay there's a few things that could really confuse me in the scene sadie and dutch they go up to the other o'driscoll boys who are in the crowd and just put them at gunpoint and no one reacts to this is this just a normal thing <laughs> like oh he's at gunpoint you probably did something wrong so no, i'll just keep watching this no one sees them but they're in the middle of a crowd there's people behind them <laughs> <laughs> like they're not at the back end of the crowd <laughs> i didn't know that yeah it's it's such a i, I was very confused but whatever it's it's a video game that's an interesting point. I mean, if you if you're at a hanging and like you see someone have a gun up to somebody's back, do you yell? One of them is dressed like a police officer, but the other one's not. So it's, we can't say, "Oh, the police officer uniforms came in handy." That is funny. <laughs> they should have just had somebody else point the gun at that point. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm not gonna try to think about it. Video game logic. Anyway. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're like, "Oh, they must have a good reason." <laughs> That's what I mean. Is everyone just like? Well, if no one else is freaking out. Bystander effect. It's the there bystander effect. Um, <laughs> what do we keep calling it every time? It's like the first time we've used it correctly. Mob mentality. The mob, it's mob mentality yeah. effect. <laughs> um, so yeah, you get these guys, you put them at gunpoint and at knife point. A choke, like, what, what's that called? Uh, put them in a knife hold? Yeah, sure. we will call it a knife hold. You put them in, you know what I mean, a knife hold. A knife uh, rack. A knife rack. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um... And, wow, this is, like, I actually felt bad for Colm, because Colm's there, and he's about to be hanged, and he thinks he's about to be freed. And then he sees his boys at gunpoint down there, and he looks up, and he sees Arthur Morgan, of all people. And what do you do? And you wave to him. (laughs) And the look on his face, it made me sad, and I shouldn't be sad, because this guy sucks. It made you sad for Colm O'Driscoll. Because he's scum hopeless. Of the earth. He is the scum of the earth, but he is completely hopeless in this moment. So you still have compassion for, like, the worst kinds of people? I think it's just because they focus on it. It's, like, very blatantly focused on This is, like, a scene that lasts for ten seconds, at least, of him just going, how, how do I imitate this face? He's, like, like, just moving his mouth really weirdly, like he's, like, freaking out in his head, but he, nothing he can do about what's about to happen. Because, obviously, his plan just failed, and he's about to die. And now he's just coming with the realization... Suddenly seeing your death. Yeah, and he has absolutely no time to, like, think about his life or anything. He's just about to die. Because he probably hasn't come to the conclusion that, okay, I'm okay with dying right now. No, I mean, he's he he hasn't even considered that as a possibility. He's so sure of himself. He's gotten out of everything so far. But nope, you see it right there, and it's... Wow. It It was harder hitting than, I think, some of the gang deaths. 
like the in in the Vanderland game. Just because you get to see the actual emotional response to death, I think, yeah. and that's what it is. It's cr- they did such a good job with like the facial expression on it. I would love to like if you if you've beaten the game already, go watch that scene again of him coming to the realization that he's about to die, and it's it's very impressive what they've done. I should watch him. it again because I don't I can't picture it too well. Yeah, after this we'll watch it because it's 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 very impressive. And Colm hangs, and then Sadie, of course, wants to go insane, so she starts killing people because, you know, oh, they killed my husband and my kid, which, you know, that's a good reason to kill people, I guess. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Go back a little bit. What? So, um, do you think that, like, he shouldn't have died? No, he should have died. Okay. I just felt bad. Okay. Because, so- like, that's an... Having, like, coming to the realization that I'm immediately going to die and there's nothing I can do, like, that's a terrible situation for anyone. And Coleman is a terrible person. But I can still be empathetic with that thought process. I, I gotcha. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. So, Sadie, <laughs> you gotta love this, right? Sadie's they, insane. They get off without a hitch. Yep. You don't need to fire your rifle. Yep. Because he's, he's hanged. He's dead. There's nothing to do. What are the O'Driscolls gonna do? I mean... Yeah, what are the what are the you're just probably trying to kill you do? afterwards if you didn't kill not him, if you but... have him at gunpoint. It's not, is, is still no one going to question this if you walk out of there it's still holding him at gunpoint and everyone's <laughs> just like, well, it's a, I don't know, it's a mission. Can't freak out right now. Video games. It's sort of like if you if you stop an assassination an assassination attempt and then just like assassinate the guy that you were saving. <laughs> like it, what you you did it right, Sadie. Yep. You you're good, and then she just off like loses it, slits the throat of this guy who probably had nothing to do with. Did he antagonize her at all? I don't remember. No, he didn't. It's just the fact that this gang, the whole gang, is responsible. Which they are kind of. I agree. Responsible for killing her husband and her son. I guess I guess they don't really have any other way out of that situation though. Now that I think about it, yeah. Like, what are they gonna do? Like, all right, he's done. We're good now. <laughs> you guys want to join in a gang? I heard. I hear you guys got. Want to join the Vanderland gang? Yeah. We're not gonna get hanged. You won't have to bail us out of hangings every day. Um. So yeah, you you Sadie murders them or murders one person and just turns into. A, there, apparently, there was way more O'Driscoll people there too. Like eight people pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> like they were all just sitting outside in case something went wrong. Yeah. Um, and you kill a bunch of O'Driscoll guys, you get away, and that's pretty much the end of the mission. But man, what a mission. Like, that's a good mission right there. That is, yeah. That's Besides a, the cheesiness of, like, dressing up as cops. Yeah, I don't, that, that's funny, so I can That's I can still just, be okay like, a that. great setup with, like, your gang in the crowd and then some of their gang. It reminds me of the, I, I know I just sort of brought this up, but the assassination attempt mission in Fallout New Vegas. Did you? I didn't play Fallout New Vegas enough. Oh my gosh. President Kimball is flying to Hoover Dam to speak to the troops um but you you know or it's almost certain that there's that caesar's legion is going to make an attempt on his life mm-hmm. so you go there and you're like okay and, and if you're on the side of caesar's legion you try to help assassinate him if you're on the side of ncr then you try to save him and there's like several different ways that he can be killed and you need to address every single one of them it's really cool there's like a sniper on a tower there's does it tell you like does it give you no that's cool. I like that. It's yeah. That's like a very hitman esque mission. It is. Yeah. I, I love it. And it's, oh, man. It's it's it is one of the things where you can only play it once, not knowing what's going on. Yeah. And he's probably gonna die, and you're gonna reload or whatever. But it's still just like cool to have that tense situation mm-hmm. where he's giving a speech, and then you're like, oh man. There's yeah. one mission um, in Assassin's Creed One. I don't know if you ever played the first Assassin's no, Creed. No, I haven't. 
I it's it's pretty dated. It feels dated, and you can tell that it's an old game, but it's very different from the other Assassin's Creed. Um, there's one mission where you do something very similar, and like you're saving someone from being hanged, or you're about to you're murdering the person who is hanging somebody. Can't remember exactly. Okay, but I love. There's something about going through a crowd and like messing with like a hanging i don't know what it is it's just like it's such a cool scenario it's very dramatic yeah it's very dramatic it's like the most dramatic death possible because you're doing it you murder this guy in front of you murder the person who's about to hang somebody in front of a giant crowd of people who are there to watch someone get hanged Ah, and they witness an assassination who's executing who exactly yeah there's something about it man yeah it's very good it's in it comes up in literature all over the place the hanging the execution and now calm. So what do you do? You get a good glimpse of uh, Dutch while he's while calm is being hanged. I don't think so. No, it really focuses on Colm's being hanged, like his reaction. Like I said, it's like a ten second shot. It's it's very blatantly making you aware. I mean, this sort of goes back to my meltdown last week, where I was talking about <laughs> how we keep doing things and we have these goals we set for ourselves, and we do them, and it's just like, all right, whatever, on to the next thing. And this is, I think, one for. Dutch as well. This is, yeah. Because he's been pining after the death of Colonel Driscoll for his Years, life. right? I is it, is it that long? It's not, well, it's not like since he was a baby, but. <laughs> he was born next to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you cried all night. Now I'm going to come and kill you <laughs> in, your, in your 40s. I just picture little baby Dutch saying that. <laughs> I feel like baby Dutch would have like we, a Stewie voice. We got a plan, Arthur. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so, that's so dumb. <laughs> you just totally derailed me. I'm sorry. So he's trying to kill Colm this whole time. Finally, he's dead, and now what? He doesn't care. He's just on to the next thing. I know it's it. This is all right. Hold on. Let's talk about this because I thought about it, and I'm glad that you brought this up. Like, I we've killed every antagonist up to this point. Well, who's left? I think this made me sit down. Well, I didn't really sit down and like ponder. It wasn't like hmm, but <laughs> the thinking man. <laughs> Like I, the Vanderlyn gang's enemy is themselves. That's it. Wow. Because there's no the only other people who are here to oppose the Vanderlyn gang is the government. That's it. And the Pinkertons. There's yeah. no other enemies. Cornwall's dead. O'Colm's O'Colm Driscoll's <laughs> dead. Never gonna get it right. Still. <laughs> oh, at least I'm not saying O'Connor anymore. I've got a new error. No, I'm just messing up the, <laughs> where the That's words true, go. Yeah. Um, Colm's dead. Like the the enemies are gone. The um industrialist guy. Yeah, he's dead. Cornwall. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you cracked the case, my friend. I think that's it. I think that's what this podcast is all about. We don't need to continue anymore. All right, I'm gonna shut the laptop. Slam <laughs> the it gang, close. <laughs> the gang is their own enemy because they keep biting off more than they can chew, and they keep creating and f- festering these wounds that they don't leave alone. Like, no. I feel like a, 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 a realistic goal that Dutch should have had is let's make sure Colm's dead. And that could have been the game, like killing Colm. It might not have been a great game, but that's like, that's enough to satisfy somebody. But you know that he doesn't even care that much about it. That's true. He would have done it, wouldn't he have? At, yeah, he after all this time, like he's powerful enough. He, it's, I don't understand how they're so powerful. It's like, there's like five people in this gang at this point. <laughs> Like they are really just like maybe it, maybe I'm misspeaking. Maybe they're not powerful. Maybe they're just lucky. I think Dutch is a lucky guy. Like he's, it's like video game lucky. Yeah. Like but if I this mean, happened in real life, and I saw like news stories on it, I'd be like, we're living in a video game right now. This is impossible. 
I have has the news lately been making you think you're living in a video game? It feels game? like I'm living in a in an epidemic video game where everything's just going to hell. What did, didn't that game get banned in China? Yeah, it did, did you hear that? Yeah. Oh my god. It got god. banned like three weeks That's ago in China. Absurd. Why? What's Why? the game called? Pan- uh, it's not called Pandemic. I don't think it's called it? Pandemic. No, that's the Contagion? Name of the board game. Contagion, isn't that what it's called? I don't know. There's I a, don't think so. There's a fun game you can play where you can simulate a virus going throughout the world. It's very uh that's very topical. Bother me, man. What's the name I of that? I think it's game? called Contagion. I don't think it is. Hold on, fill in. I'm gonna look it up. Alright, Brevin is looking up that's what not that game in. is that called. Is not... <laughs> I'm just describing what's going on. The Oh, Contagion's a movie, so that's why yeah, I Yeah, Contagion about. is the movie with uh What's your name in it? Yeah, what's your name? Um, <laughs> you gotta look that up now, too. No, I'm not looking it up. <laughs> epidemic Steam Game. Oh, Outbreak Epidemic. That's not it. Um, why is this not popping up? Come first? on, you gotta... Hold on. Pandemic. You... Is it? Is it called Pandemic? No, it's not called Pandemic. Pandemic, pandemic is the name of the board game. It's like the same thing. You Are you really not able to Google this Hold right on. now? Uh, it's just not coming up faster, and I'm panicking because <laughs> we can't talk about this for that long. Like, we're not getting paid to say they're... Yeah, it's not worth it. No, you need to do right, it now. You spent so much time. Just look up, oh, God. Look up Steam Disease Games. <laughs> All right, I don't know if I want to play with those types of games, but... <laughs> All right, hold on. Just, just, uh, Steam disease game. Pandemic of the board game. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Should I go on? Oh, there it is. Plague Inc. Plague Inc. There is it is. Evolved. Plague Inc. Evolved. Yes. It's and this game, game has been around for a long time. It hasn't. It still gets updates. It's a good game. It is. It's really cool. It's I a very it. simple like setup, but it, it works so well. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's based off a phone game. I think I've played something on the phone. I, that was I very think it similar. might have started as a Flash game. Ooh, even really. that. It might have, yeah. Because I, I remember playing it like a long time ago. Mm. No, it's, it's super you old. You always got to worry about Madagascar. <laughs> Madagascar. That's the one. Um, All right. I'm, that's, that must have been just such a satisfying bit of audio content for oh, our I listeners. Oh, I bet. That's, that's absolutely not even useful They probably found the name of it. In, Faster than yeah. we could. No way. Like, well, it's different. They're not panicking. So they are not panicking. They're not trying to cater to an audience. Unless maybe you are, then why are you doing this in front of an audience? Oh, but. they so much make a podcast reflecting on our podcast. Wow. Red Dead Reflection Reflection. I, you know, I think people do that on YouTube, but I don't know if it's a podcast then. Every reacts video? Every reacts video on YouTube, apparently. Which I don't, I'm going to be honest, sometimes I watch them. Because sometimes it's funny. No. When people like freak out, like there's this guy I watched, his name is Big Quint on YouTube, and he reacts to like rap albums. And I swear, the music always sounds better when you listen to it through the videos. <laughs> there's something about it, man. <laughs> he hypes them up. I want to edit this out of the podcast for your sake. I think it's embarrassing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This guy is just pirating content, man. It, it's true. It, it, uh, He's I mean, just stealing someone else's content by reacting to <laughs> footage of him going, oh, sick. But it's funny Whoa. because sometimes he breaks his chair. I don't, I'm, not, I'm just messing with you. He really does break his chair sometimes, but it's completely accidental because he's a big guy. Maybe that's why he buys flimsy chairs. I don't know. Are but you sponsored by this guy? I'm not sponsored. Big Big Quint sucks. Oh, wow. So now, now I can't be sponsored by him because I'm talking badly about him. Let's move on. Are you sure? If you, really, if you like rap music, though, check out Big Quint. He's pretty funny. Don't. Um, check out the <laughs> artists that Big Quint features and give your support to them, the original content creators. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, this is great. I found your weakness when it comes to talking about things. This is my weakness. That's your weakness. I get mad React about videos. videos. <laughs> yes. Yeah oh man all right um <laughs> all right where are we even gonna go next i said sadie come on now because she she murdered people and that's what she's good at <laughs> thank you 
<laughs> next next thing is so after you do this mission you go back to camp it brings you right back to camp and of all people tilly the domino girl starts talking to you <laughs> I knew that would get She's you. not the Domino Girl. She is. That's she all she does. She to play dominoes once. Every time I go to the the camp, <laughs> she's always there. Hey, Arthur, you want to play dominoes? <laughs> I know you're killing people 24-7, but let's play some dominoes. <laughs> I don't know why she's Italian. Hey, yeah, it's a me, a Tilly. Let's <laughs> play some dominoes. Um, oh, poor Tilly. No. My God. All she does is play dominoes, and she's got the audacity to be, hey, I... Arthur, you got a letter in the mail. I bet it's from that Mary girl. She ain't worth it. Let's go play some dominoes. Is that what she says? She literally says that. Mary ain't worth it. And I'm like, Tilly. I love that. Go back and sit at a table alone and wait for people to play dominoes with you. Because that's all you're useful for at this camp. Hey, I like Tilly. I don't anymore. She has absolutely nothing redeeming about her. She's chill. And she's she's chill because she's like comatose. Did she read the letter? I, she must have. How did she even know it was from Mary? I guess it probably says it on the outside. She, I don't think she read the letter. So she's just saying, like, Mary isn't... She's just pl- toying with you, Arthur. You then I don't like her still. <laughs> this isn't helping her case. But is Tilly have a crush on Arthur? Is that why she always wants to play dominoes? <laughs> Arthur, come over here. Let's play dominoes. Come on. Let's spend some one-on-one time. <laughs> she's like, I don't... I don't understand why he doesn't like me. I keep asking him to play dominoes. He doesn't <laughs> going come out of over. my way. Um, I think Tilly's great. I like Tilly. I don't know. I no, think she's I've saved fine. I've saved her butt before, and she's gonna say this about my Mary. Well, Mary sucks. What the hell? No, man? Mary doesn't. She almost came on top when it came to the the Dutch uh, Vander Love gang. <sighs> You're right. She's she's pretty cool. She's, but she's good. I think I think Tilly's right in that. She's not compatible with Arthur, so they should just give up. That's not that's not the same thing as ain't worth it. I think it is the same thing as it's ain't worth it. It's not the same thing. If someone said to me, you know, I don't think you guys are compatible, like there's going to be issues, okay, I'll accept that. But if someone, if I hire a therapist for like, for dating issues, and they're like, she ain't worth it. <laughs> I'm probably not going to go back to that dating to therapist. To be fair, Tilly is not a therapist for dating issues. Yeah, all she does is play dominoes. I understand. <laughs> She's a professional domino player. She's a professional domino player who's never played she dominoes She doesn't get before. any practice because no one will play with yep. her. Um, but, no, I mean, I think that that's not, that's not a false statement to say, listen, you are incompatible with this person. That's not what she said. Let me finish. Sorry. <laughs> Please. I just don't like Tilly. I don't get that. Though. So she's saying you're not compatible with this person. You're going to keep going back and forth, trying to make it work. And it will mm-hmm. never work. Therefore, they are not worth it. They are mm-hmm. not worth your time because they're not for you, you know, and that's fine. But then pre lead it with that information that you guys aren't compatible. Don't just say, Arthur, she ain't worth it. You know what? Maybe this is this piece of dialogue was written for someone who actually talks to people in their camp. Brevin. You know what? Maybe it's written for somebody who likes domino people. Okay, domino people. <laughs> that sounds really bad. I don't know. Does it? I don't know. It sounds like sounds terrible. All right. <laughs> I'm, all I'm saying is, like, if you had conversations with people around camp, maybe they would have talked to you about Mary. You know what? And, but you I'm glad know. I didn't. You I, wouldn't know. I'm glad I didn't because I liked Mary, and maybe this would have made me not like her. It's oh. like the whole Reddit thing where like you hear everyone saying the same thing, so you're like, oh, I guess I agree. No, Tilly, get out of here. I think she's looking out for you, honestly. Tilly's just looking out for her. Dog. She just wants Arthur to herself. That's what it is. <laughs> you think that she's plotting? No. no listen, 
I don't want to leave this point because I feel like you're not getting it. All like right. from Tilly's perspective, Mary I am is getting. No it. I'm good. just. I'm really. am just kind of messing with you a little bit. Oh but also, my gosh. But sh- no, Tilly's stupid. But <laughs> I understand what she's saying. It's not going to work out because their lives are not compatible. Well, guess what, Arthur? Maybe you should leave. Also, the- she left Arthur at one point. Maybe you right? should leave the Domino Gang life and and go live a real life with Mary. If you're if your team Arthur living a real life with Mary, then sure. And in, in, in if you're team Domino Gang, then you should probably tell he's right. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah, Tilly Tilly says Mary ain't worth it. So you get a letter from Mary that says Arthur, this ain't worth it. No, that's really what it says. Pretty much, that's that's not at all worth it. <laughs> it says something similar to that, where it's like, you know, this ain't this isn't gonna work. I have to go my separate way. Here's a parting gift because not because I don't like it, but because it reminds me too much of you, which is really sad. Um, you know, and she says goodbye. There's a lot. It's a pretty long letter. I can't remember exactly what it says. What is the parting gift? Uh, it's like a ring, I believe. Yeah, I think it's an, engra- an engagement ring that he gave her. Is it? I think so. Or like a promise ring, something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and she says, you know, bye. So. That's is this the end of Mary? Yeah, I uh, no, I don't think so. Something, you, you don't think so? I think she's gonna pop up again. I really want to know what happens at the end of this. Now game. remember, Mary didn't see Arthur when he was sick, right? No. Do you think that that factors into her decision? That that the fact that she doesn't know she's. What he's do you sick? think? If you're if you're dating someone and then they get sick and then you don't like them anymore, you just don't have a choice, right? You're like, ah, sorry, I can't break up with you until you're healthy again. That's how it feels sometimes. <laughs> You're taking this very seriously. I was like joking around. No, I mean I can like what if your girlfriend had cancer and like Oh my god, dropping the C word. <laughs> well, I mean I'm just like it's the thing that everyone can like somewhat relate to like everyone knows someone who's been affected by cancer and she had cancer and you really wanted to break up with her but you're like i don't want to break up with her while she's trying to recover from cancer like that is a difficult situation. That's difficult. I would say that the admirable thing. I don't know. That's really hard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's I'm a that's a conundrum. There. Yeah, because... I I don't know what to do either. Yeah. Um. All right. So Mary leaves for good. She, for now, she's gone. How good? do you feel? Mary about leaves this? for good. I'm not sure if she's gone, but um, it's sad. You know, I was hoping to see more of them. You know, I wanted the happy ending. Of course, I'm not going to get a happy ending from either of them. Um. Well, maybe I'll get a happy Arthur ending. So, what do you think? Is this the equivalent of breaking up over text? Yeah, this is this is the equivalent. But how... I mean, they literally went to a camp to be hidden from people. Yeah, no, there's really no other way to do this. But how did they get their letters? I don't know. Did, did Tilly go through Arthur's, like, letters at the... What are those places called? I forget. Where you get mail centers? I don't know what they're called. Post Where you office. pay bounties? Yeah. Not, really, like the, not post offices. They're like train stations. Yeah, you go to, she went to the train station, went through Arthur's mail. Which is not that cool. is a great point. No, but I think that they go there and they say, oh, I'm collecting mail for... For all of these criminals that I'm going to currently <laughs> list. They must have pseudonyms, right? Must be. I think I think Arthur uses... They, they use different pseudonyms. Uh, like I'm wall. Yeah, that's a great one. That only works in Gorm. Oh, that's what she should do. She should just go and collect the mail for Leviticus Cornwall and she'll get a bunch of money. Why have we never thought about this? Let's do How this now. How does this work? Wait, I don't know. what? It doesn't make any sense, Tyler. No, wait. Let's think about this for a second. They're at a camp. Yep. Right? And they're just... T- they're in They're in the wild. Yeah, there's no, there's no postman coming no through. One's, no Pony Express is showing up there. Nope. 
So they go into town and just say, I'm here to collect mail for these people, but you can't do that. You can't just collect mail. And, and Mary doesn't know Arthur's, like, fake name, if maybe she was collecting under a fake thing, unless they're, like, all... Cl- I think Mary, at this point, would know a pseudonym for Arthur if he had one. That's true. They probably keep them the same, but maybe they all go under one collective fake name. Oh. That's, that's the only way that smart. could work. But then they would have to, whoever picks it up would have to be dressed up like the fake name person? Or maybe they made it like, they a, maybe they made IDs. the name like Jordan, like where it's like, Jordan, it's, ambigu- it's our, ambiguous. Our guy Jordan, yeah. How do you spell it? That's what it depends. <laughs> <laughs> that's pro- maybe that's got to be the way how they do it. Yeah. That's the only way. I, you know what, Rockstar? I'm I'm embarrassed for you that you didn't account for. I know you didn't explain this. Re- this wasn't a mission. How can you not explain this to me? I'm a, I'm appalled. I want a mission in the next Red Dead game where it's explained how they get mail, delivering mail. That's all it is. You just go up to a guy. He says, "This is how we get our mail." Thanks. Mission complete. <laughs> That's what I need. Just breaks it down for you. Just breaks it down. By for the me. way, this is how we get our mail. All right. I think we've talked enough about mail. So Mary, she she just cuts it off. That's yeah. like so sad, man. It really is. It, you left off in such an optimistic place, I think. Yeah, it was, yeah. Like, it was hopeful. Arthur, what did he, what did he say? He says, "We just got. I just got to secure some more money, and then and I'll then leave the I'm game. I'm leaving. I'm coming with you. you." Yeah. What do you think this does to Arthur? Arthur's already like down in the dumps. He's sick. He's he's losing grips on everyone in his gang. He has no one now. Like what? Isn't he has it, Bill. This is just devastating. Like this news is devastating by itself, mm-hmm. but now it's on top of d- his Dutch is going crazy. Jose is dead. He's sick. The they're just abusing the Native Americans. Like there's nothing good going on in Arthur Morgan's life right now. Nothing, except unless maybe death at this point. Is Let me ask you this. Let with. me ask you this: Is there any action, reasonable action, that Arthur could take at this moment to turn his life around? Leave. That's the only thing he could do. It's and not then, even. Re- and then what? But it's, yeah, so I mean, it's not even reasonable. But that's the only thing he could do is leave. I bet he could probably go to like Europe or something. That would be dope. Just hang out in Paris. Yeah, he could do that. Um, really, there's nothing he could do. He he. He's stuck. He's really stuck. And what's interesting is psychologically, there's nothing that he would do either, right? Mm-hmm. He's not He's not going to drop everything because that wouldn't be the person that he is, you know? Mm-hmm. He's loyal. That's, that's his number one priority. We got, some, we got some things to talk about with loyalty. I can't wait to talk about when we get farther. Like you off the podcast? Off the podcast. Yeah, me and you. We're going to talk about loyalty <laughs> together. <laughs> Something you did. <laughs> Breaking our loyalty. No. Uh, right now, like, what's up with loyalty? Uh, we'll talk about it a tiny bit more when we, um... Oh, I like it. Alright, so what's next for us? Um, next mission is now that we have stolen the explosives, we can continue the war with the army and between Native Americans. And this one is, we're gonna ambush. We're gonna, we're always ambushing. We never can just take a fight head on. Why can't it just be like the old days when... The British and the Americans would line up and fire at each other. Why do we have to ambush? What's up with this guerrilla warfare? A gentlemanly way of doing things. Yeah, let's just fire at each other and everyone will die. Isn't that just so absurd? I can't believe that's how things used to happen. But it is very gentlemanly. They might as well have been doing it in suits and been like, all right, you first. They no, were practically you wearing can go first. suits. That's I true, mean, you're right. Yeah. Um... Oh, let's see. Oh, I lost my place. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to ambush the army, and we're going to plant a bunch of explosives. We're, so, we're with we're with um, Eagle Flies, mm-hmm. and we're with a couple other Native Americans, and then we're with Dutch, and I think Bill. I think Bill's there. 
Because Micah doesn't do any of his own work anymore. He just sits back and he says, I'm planning everything. But he's like, no, he's stupid. Um, <laughs> he's just playing COD. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, hold on. I, I know we just had an aside and I want you to finish this mission. But what, what side are you on in this case? Eagle flies or rainfalls? Well, we haven't really talked about Rainfall's side other than the fact that he's just, you know, completely peace. Like, that, I guess that really is his side. He doesn't want to go at the army in such a aggressive way. Um, totally Rainfall's side. You don't fight the army. It's the dumbest thing ever. This is like if I didn't agree with the government. Like, all right, let's go take it with the National Guard. This is basically the thought process. Like, no, it's not going to work. We can go protest. No, I'm not going to go fight the National Guard. So you don't fight it. Why? Be- like, why? Because you can't win. Because it's too, they're too powerful. Yeah, you're, that's just stupid. Maybe if the National, maybe if it was a militia, maybe you could try and fight it. But what if, what if the principle of what you were fighting for was so strong? Like, what if you were in, let's go to just like the cliche of like Nazi Germany. Yeah. And you witnessed some atrocity. And Didn't you? <laughs> you could step in to object to it. Yeah. But it would be like a hopeless endeavor. So in that case, you need to wait till you're stronger because you're just going to lose if you do it right now. Okay, because you're more valuable if you can. Yeah. Yeah. There's just there's nothing good that's coming from what's about to happen. And I knew that. Although I will say what's what's sort of really frustrating. And I wonder, like, this is some interesting alternate history stuff. Like if the Native Americans just got together and fought against colonists, like actually like a military campaign, would they have any hope of? I think when they when colonists first got here, yeah, they could have beaten them. I don't think that ever would have happened though, because there's not enough communication for that to happen. They cannot get together. Well, I mean, the culture doesn't exist where they would do that anyway. Yeah, but well, I'm sure it did for some tribes. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's, I don't know enough about Native American tribes. But there's also the technology difference too. Like you can't. If you're smart, you could win, but it's just I don't know if the Native Americans, like I said, would have been able to pull together to do that because. There's, like, they obviously don't have phones. They don't have good ways of communicating to band together. Like, one tribe's not going to be able to take on a group of colonists. Yeah. but from, Unless it's a, some surprise attack. From their perspective, like, they're thinking, oh, we sh- maybe should have fought, and now look at this position that we're in. Mm-hmm. So now it's, like, frustrating where they're like, what are we gonna- I want to fight now because we wasted so much time not fighting. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, really, it is too late. Man, that's like a gen. That's like going back generations upon generations of like hating America. That's crazy because these people weren't even involved when like colonists came over. Like Eagle Flies wasn't alive when colonists first came over. Like that's just stories upon stories oh, being talked it's in about. The late eighteen hundreds. Yeah, which is way past when colonists first came here. Two hundred years ago, right? Yeah, and I'm counting colonists first coming here as like actually Plymouth settling. Rock. Yeah, actually settling, not like Columbus. I'm not counting that, really. Because Columbus was just exploring, kind of. Well, I don't know. I don't want to talk too much about history. I don't I don't know enough about that. But I'm counting the settling of, yeah. like, America. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. That's, I'm, like, generations of hatred, it's, though. It's sad. It's, very, it's a very sad situation to be in whatever side of the argument you're on. Because mm-hmm. even for Eagle Flies, like... How much can he accomplish, really? Nothing. You can't that's fight the army. What's so sad? And the fact that he thinks he can, like that's hopeless. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. you're blowing up the train, though. Not blowing up a train yet. Not that mission. This one, we're blowing up trees that are surrounding this area. Train and we're gonna... tracks, right? No, this isn't. This has nothing to do with train yet. That's with John. We'll get to that. Okay. John's not part of this mission. 
Um, we're with the Native Americans, and um, oh my god, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, so we're gonna ambush these group of army men that are gonna come down. We're gonna blow up things around them, and we're gonna scare them, and then we're gonna kill them. I don't really understand what's supposed to come out of this. Like, what? Well, this is the stupidest plan again. Like, if you kill them, what comes out of it's that? It's just that they want to fight back against the army. Yeah, that's all. And I love and, how. And, but I think I think I think Dutch like talked him into it, didn't he? Like, oh yeah, Dutch is totally antagonizing him into doing this. Is that really the right instigating. word? Instigating. Instigating. That's a better word. Um, so you you end up setting off the explosive when the army arrives, and then you're like. Hey, stop doing things. And the army's like, no, we're going to continue doing things. I don't really know what... There's like, actually a conversation back and forth. There is, yeah. Du- they're like yelling at each other. And then... Oh, no, he tells them to put down the guns. That's what it is. Not stop doing things. I guess stop being... Stop having guns. <laughs> put down your guns. And they're like, no, we're not going to put down our guns. I love your version of it. It's like, <laughs> an explosion goes out. They're freaking out. I was like, hey, you down there. Stop doing things. It's <laughs> like, what? It's like, no, we're going to continue doing things. We will do army. things still. Um, and then, of course, you know, there's, it's not like they're just sending one group of army men out. It, there's another one that comes out of nowhere. And they start shooting, and they're like, well, you guys fired first, so now it's a war. Oh. I love that. Dutch yells that. Because Dutch is so principled. Yeah. And he, I love who they ask. They ask, you know, they ask Dutch, who are you? That's what they say to him. And he's like, I'm a, <laughs> he says, I'm a something citizen. I think he's like a worried citizen. It's oh, not, it's not exactly that. Citizen. A concerned citizen, yeah. Um, which is, that's just such a Dutch thing to say, especially in this moment. Um, so yeah, we're fighting the army now. What does this game come to? <laughs> so yeah, well, I have a six star wanted level now. Yeah, the, now it, this, you might as well be able to get a six star wanted level where like cannons can show up and start like firing at you. That would be a fun mod. That probably exists. I'll have to look that up when I beat the game. Because there are cannons. Ooh, that would be yeah. Fun. That's the, you fight a cannon in this mission. You fight a cannon. That uh, just sounds weird, but. Really? <clears throat> You like go up, a, you fight a bunch of people, you kill tons of people, and then you you loot them. You get some type of like plan or something. It's not a plan, but it's some document that you need to prove something is wrong. I don't know, man. They're just fighting the prove army. Prove that they were doing some things. Yeah, prove that they're not doing the right things. Um, and then you fight <clears throat> up this hill. There's a cannon at the top. You kill him. It's not hard because you can't turn the cannon. Well, the you... cannon's alive. Cannon's alive. You kill the cannon. They got those people cannons. They got... <laughs> That's dangerous. It's like one of those stuntman cannons. You just <laughs> fire people down at you. <laughs> That's just terrible. If that wasn't a if that wasn't a Rockstar like Red Dead game, I wouldn't be that surprised. I, <laughs> honestly. This is alternate history. Um it's realistic. <laughs> so you end up fighting them and then uh they all get taken like eagle flies, they all presumably just disappear and you run off and do your own thing um while you're still getting chased by the army. And then you're like, well, we can't ride our horses to this dead end. Well, we don't know it's a dead end yet, but we can't ride our horses in this really sketchy area. So let's get off of them and run. So you start running. You're still firing at people behind you. Apparently, this army just has an unlimited amount of people. I guess. I guess that's. This is the one thing I would expect to have an unlimited amount of people. Yeah, the army. The army just have people keep showing up. Not yeah. not the people in Valentine. Yeah, not not the people of <laughs> Strawberry. Oh, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Strawberry. Strawberry. Um, so yeah, they they end up cornering you, and this was you know if I hadn't died prior to this point in the game, this would have been the first time I died because. It, you get surrounded, this and... This is like the cliff where the bridge is down? I don't know. The bridge is, the bridge is still not there. This is the cliff you're at. And okay. you get you get surrounded completely from both sides. Oh, yeah. No, there is a bridge, actually. You're right. It's not there, though. Yeah, yeah. you are right. I remember now. It's not like a... I was thinking like a train bridge. No, Because no. of that other mission. Um, so, yeah, you get surrounded here because you thought you could get away. And it, it you they tell you, put your hands up. And you're like, all right. But we're, first, we're going to have a monologue. 
And <laughs> you gotta love Dutch. That's what he's good for, man. And apparently that like the army's like, okay, we'll let you talk. <laughs> um, but we're gonna keep telling you to put your gun down, even though you're not. And it it shows on the screen it says surrender. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> that sounds like an option. So I sat there and got blown to pieces. <laughs> Like, absolutely decimated. I think I might have done the same thing. I don't remember. But yeah. Because it's not an option. No, it's not. So and well, why I even wrote a note that said, <laughs> not possible to not surrender from the army? Like, to the <laughs> army? I was like, with a question mark? I was like, what am I supposed to do here? So I did it again. And I saw Dutch started to back up. So I fiddled around my controller. And I was like, I can back up. So maybe I just back up and, and get away from the situation. Nope, you still get gunned down <laughs> if you don't press the surrender button. <laughs> And he, he says the same thing every time Dutch, um, but he gets cut off if you don't press the surrender button, they just shoot you. But if you press the surrender button, they let him monologue longer so you can actually get away. So you press the surrender button, and then it says back up. What an odd thing that you can back up without pressing that button. You would think they would streamline that more to not confuse you. Oh, that is very confusing, huh? So it's this situation where they shoot you because you haven't put your guns down? You just well, yeah. Like what happens when you when you hit the surrender button? You, you it just says you can go backwards. There's that's it's there's like no action that takes place. You don't it's put really your gun odd. Away or no, anything? I don't think so. That's super weird. It's really confusing. That's the fact why I died twice because of it. Fix your game, Rockstar. Come on, Rockstar. This is absurd. This is Are not streamlined. Me? I have no clue what I'm supposed in, to do. In here. the eighty fourth mission of the game, you have one scene where the army is surrounding you on a cliff with a down bridge and you have the option to surrender and you can press it. You know what? Maybe also the... you can back up. Like that's not acceptable. Maybe the point of this I genuinely thought we were gonna get captured. Like that was what's gonna happen. And maybe that's the point of them giving like this weird sense of safe like of choice here. So that you don't know what's going to happen. It does put you in the sen- the situation where you're probably going to die because it's kind of like a trial and error thing. But it gives you that sense of confusion. Because if it went to a cutscene, I'd be like, okay, he's probably going to get away because we're on a cliff. But this confused me. Which I don't know if that's a good thing. But Well, and and have you had the... You've had the missions, right? Where there's like an honorable option for mm-hmm. you to choose? Yeah. I think... Wasn't there... Wasn't... Weren't you presented with an option after you saved the horses or something? Yeah, there was a bunch of uh, missions where what you, do you get do options. what do you do when you get those? Oh, with... You mean with the, the you go Native the American horses? Ones? Yeah. No, that that was not an option. Okay, I, there's a mission that I did where you have an oh I know what it was when you it's to talk to um what's his name Rainfalls. Okay, I knew there was something to do with yeah. that. I don't know if you got into it yet. Yeah, I did accept that, and I we'll talk about that mission. It's not really even a mission. If but. I if if you I mean I don't think you wouldn't you would do otherwise, but if I were you, I would do the honorable missions just because it's more content. Yeah. Oh, I know. If they ever give me an option to do more, I always take it. Yeah. Cool. Never, never say no to it because you would lose the entire Mary Betha. Or not Mary Beth, but Mary, um... Funny that there's a Mary Beth and a Mary. Huh? Yeah. I never thought about that until now. You would um, lose that whole storyline. What were we talking about? Oh, the surrendering thing. Surrendering, yeah. yeah. Like, why even make it look like it's an option? I know I know that they're all about making everything, like, you... You, you do it yourself. Put the dynamite down on the train bridge and stuff, but... Yeah. This is just one of those things where you don't need to confuse people. Yeah. Because it brings them out. It brought me out of the situation. I don't know. That's true. I think if anything, like, in a set piece like that takes you out of it, it's not, it should be removed. Yeah. But yeah, you you end up escaping because that's what the Dutch Vandalin game does. But how? How do you escape? Oh, you jump off the cliff. Into the water. Into the water. 
into a stream where I, I thought Arthur was going to have issues like breathing or like gasping for air, but now he's fine. He can just swim down this, this raging stream. He's a good swimmer. He's a very good swimmer, even with tuberculosis. Absolutely no issues. You know, if John did that. That's true. John would die because John can't swim. John cannot swim. Is that ever talked about in this game? That'd be a really funny reference. I think it is. I don't really remember. I'm pretty sure there's maybe if you talk to people around camp. Oh, I knew you were going to say it. Gosh, you're actually, you've missed like a lot of content by not doing that. Do you understand that? You know what I'll do? I'll replay the game. Yeah. Well, hey, Jeremiah's played it five times. This is one of those games where I would want to play it again, actually, to be honest, because the way I played it now is not the way I'd play it normally. I can say that for sure. What's the normal? Oh, Oh, I would spend a lot more time doing, yeah, I would take it way slower. Spending a lot more time doing stuff that doesn't translate to good podcast content (laughs) like hunting hunting is not something if i did hunting for three hours that is like three minutes of content on a podcast see or you could just play the game for 12 hours a week and spend six hours hunting no all right all right fine oh man um let's see i don't like man if i didn't play this like during a podcast i just would never finish the game because I would play like four hours a week, and like three hours of it would be non-mission stuff. That's what happened to me, man. I I finished it last year, a year after it came out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and you bought it on release or very close yeah. to release. Oh man, it's just this game's too big, too much. Um, let's see, where we're we? fighting the army now. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> my note said, "Oh, lol." I see now how you do this. When I figured out how to oh. get away from the army. <laughs> Very informative note. Oh, yeah. LOL, I see now. <laughs> I was so confused when it was happening. So, yeah, you get away. Um, let's see. I think I skipped over. Oh, yeah, I did. I completely didn't write anything about the, the bridge mission. Um, hold on. I'm trying to what get do you it. mean, the bridge mission? The the one with John. So, I'll talk about I have to do this off the top of my head and write any. I didn't even talk about it in my notes, but I remember it, of course. Must have been very memorable then. It was fun. I mean, it wasn't anything crazy, but... So, after you get back from doing this, you still have to go blow up the bridge to make it the army upset. That's that's what your plans are, to instigate a war. Um, this and, is crazy, blowing up a bridge, man. Yeah, this is like... Takes a lot of, uh, takes a lot of nuts to do this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and I, I, I love having like one-on-one time with John. Like, this is a really... I like this mission a lot. Even though nothing really crazy happens. Actually, there's no combat in this mission whatsoever. Um, you literally show up. You say, hey, let's go rig this bridge to blow up. You rig it to blow up, and then you almost get run over by a train. That's pretty much oh, the mission. That's right. Yeah. And then you... Yes, I remember now. Yeah. And, and you blow it up and just walk away, right? Yeah, that's it. That's that's it. No... See, that's cool. But there's need a... a bunch mm, of people to show up. No, you don't. Start shooting you. Yeah. Um, but you get to have this really important conversation with John Marston and what this, like, this is setting the game up for something big to happen later on. I mean, we already knew this is coming, but this is like very blatantly in your face that something is going to happen. Um, Arthur says to John, this is a quote, by the way, it's a Kieran quote of the Kieran week. Kieran quote of the week. Rest not that it, Kieran. not that it's a, like a very meaningful quote to me. Well, it is meaningful because it's coming from Arthur, but he says to John, I feel like you should take your woman and child, and she'd get lost. Just like that. Actually, it's not exact quote because I didn't write the quote in a way that made sense, which is why it came out weird. <laughs> that sounds like doesn't doesn't sound like something. You want to hear exactly what I wrote? I feel like you should take your woman and should and get lost. <laughs> That's what I wrote. So I think I forgot uh, your kid. The tuberculosis is spreading to his brain. It is. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, poor Arthur. Poor Arthur. But so yeah. this is sort of what I was getting at before. Like 
Arthur is, is at a point where his options are just disappearing. Yeah. What is He's hopeless. What yeah, there's no hope left. But John, he he at least has family. A, a family. Yeah. That he could like live with theoretically. Yeah, he could. He has a wife that loves his kid and, and presumably loves him when he's not doing stupid things like this. Which is very fortunate. Yeah. So, uh, it's it must be so tough to be Arthur and see John and just be like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, it's this, like, and it's, they say it a lot, too. Like, Arthur really drills this into John's brain. Like, he's making sure that he's not taking it. Oh, like, Arthur said this one thing to me. Maybe he was just, it was a thought he had quick. No, he drills it into John's mind that you need to get out of here. You need to leave. And do you remember, can I bring you back to our time when we were talking about John and how he is so almost unbelievably loyal to Abigail and Jack Mm -hmm. in the first game. He just, all he serves is them. Yep. Essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Have you ever considered until now that that might be greatly impacted by Arthur's words? Not till now. That's true, though. Wow. So you say he sets the, he sets that seed. You say that you don't see a lot of John Marson in this game, but in some ways you do because this is a person who has a profound impact on John's life. Yeah, that's so true. And you know, I did think about that too. Like this is where it did feel like Arthur was making a big impact on the other main character. You could say of yeah. the Red Dead series. It's interesting because the gang's all about loyalty, of course, and if. If John in the first game ever at any point betrayed Jack or Abigail, he wouldn't just be betraying them. He'd be betraying Arthur as well. Yeah. Which somehow seems more dramatic. You know what I mean? Man, what? Just what a good series of games. Like, <laughs> like Arthur's such a good character. And I love the fact that John isn't a main character at all in this game. No. He's really just kind of on the side and appears every one mean. of the guys. He is important, that's for sure. There's a lot that is about him in this game. I mean, obviously, you do the whole jail mission. That's but he's, about ba- him. he's on the same level as Bill Williamson. He is. Or Javier. Yeah, he's a little bit above Bill. Ah, sure. He is. Just he's like he's on the same level as like Micah. Okay. Yeah. Can you imagine playing as Micah for an entire game? Oh god, that would just be Trevor from <laughs> that'd be the Trevor storyline in GTA. Do you think that they designed Micah with that in mind with character switching? Have you mm, ever thought about that? Did, but, eh, that would not work in Red Dead. Maybe it would. I don't know, man. Why not? Why wouldn't it work? I feel like I feel a like- lot of people complained about Grand Theft Auto Five having an issue of not having a very cohesive storyline where you felt connected to one guy. I don't think it was a. I don't, in hindsight, I don't think it works as well as they wanted it to. Yeah. Which is why in Red Dead 2, they don't do that. Yeah. And in GTA 4, Nico Bellic feels like a much better protagonist than any protagonist in GTA 5. Because Cause you're players with the whole are game. able to deal with that dissonance of like someone going on a killing spree. Like, yeah. that's fine. I don't think they need to worry as much about that. Mm-hmm. Which is what they're designing for. Yep. I think they were maybe over-designing a video game. It's just a video game. Yeah, I think they just want to try something new and... Yeah, it came out decent. So, but if you think about how long Red Dead 2 has been in development for, they were probably thinking along those lines. They probably were, that's for sure. So maybe it was like, you could play as John or Arthur or Micah. For, for Ooh, that would be interesting to play as like, the, like not have the main character from the other game 
be the only main character you can play as. That's yeah. like very interesting. I don't know. But that would be weird because I feel like a lot of people would be like, oh, I want to keep playing as John. Yeah, maybe maybe it wouldn't be John then. Maybe it would be... Bill, Micah, Javier. and... No, I know who it would be. Who? Charles. Yeah, that would be good. That would be so good. But then that would Charles literally would be just like be GTA sneaky, 5. Like, stealth archer type. Yep. And then... Actually, Arthur no, they're, they're all they're all pretty different enough, like char- like personality wise, from the main GTA Five characters. Like Micah is Trevor, but Arthur isn't Michael, and Franklin's not Trevor, or not uh, Franklin's not Charles. They're not the same characters at all. No, the only one that really so. matches up is Micah and Trevor. And even so, they don't not perfectly match really up. Really match up. I yeah. mean, Trevor is actually insane. Micah's just stupid. He's just stupid. He's like a loose game. cannon. Yeah, but I mean. It does. It does beg the question of like how much of this game, like design wise, content wise, has just been totally scrapped. And like, are what we looking at? Like, we look at it as this sort of cohesive grand vision, but mm-hmm. the developers probably look at it as like a pile of scraps that they stitched together at the end. I don't think it was that. Maybe not up. that severe. Yeah, but it's, it's not possible. It's not I Halo mean, Two. Halo Two. You should if you've never like read about halo 2's development my god that game went through hell oh yeah i didn't know it's about that. insane like what they had to cut from that game well it's not that bad but it, maybe it did have issues when it came to trying to develop some type of you know storyline to the game not really storyline but you know what i mean i would love to see a documentary of like the development of you should check out game. you should check out the website tcrf.com or net i don't know what it is it stands for the cutting room floor and what it is, is it's like a wiki based upon reading about things that got cut from video games. That's all mm. it is. And it's just, it just, that's the only thing it talks about. So you can see all the cool, like, weird, like, they really go into depth to the point where they'll, like, go through, like, the data of the game, like, text-wise, and find, like, little things that reference old oh, things that used cool. to be in the game. I Check actually, it out. Anyone who's ever wants to look into that stuff, it's very cool. I know I already mentioned Fallout New Vegas today. I met my quota. But... <laughs> Um, I watched a video of like an hour and a half of cut content mm-hmm. where someone actually went and got the audio snippets and stuff. And like, I, I don't, it's sort of weird. Like, I don't know if I think it's really bad because it's cut content mm-hmm. or if it is actually really bad. You know You're what saying, I'm saying like they cut it because it was bad? Yeah. Okay. Or if my mind listening to it in this video rather than in the complete experience of the game, like um, what's it, Chandler Bing's from friends from friends uh matthew perry that's his name mm-hmm. he's voice acting he does voice acting in fallout in vegas and some of the cut lines are just horrendous like not good voice acting well maybe it's because they were just like they were placeholders that's true that's very that's possible and then it just when it like came together more they actually went back and redid the voice acting. yeah yeah okay that makes me feel a little because i think i think skyrim and oblivion have the same thing where there's a lot of cut voice lines that are just absolute trash <laughs> like they're not even trying whatsoever but they're there that might be it i don't know um but yeah it's it's so funny to think about like how much you're not seeing and i think that's a good thing like mm-hmm. it should be a carved out deliberate item rather than just like throwing everything that you've put together together well yeah that's i mean there's if you ever there's probably a mod for New Vegas that does this, but Fallout 3 has a mod that brings in a lot of its cut content into the game and spawns it naturally. It's very mm-hmm. cool. That's cool. Um, there's a few mods that are out there that do that. Um, but yeah, check out that website. Super cool. There's a lot of videos online, too, about cut content in games that are really fun. You just have to look for them. Definitely. Look it up. All right. Back to the missions? Back to the missions. Let's see what we got. You've got a lot of missions done, huh? Yeah, I did. 
I played mostly story. That's really all I did. Besides, like, when I went to go buy my guns and upgrade them and stuff, that took, like, 15, 20 minutes because I really sat down and, like, I like to make my guns look really nice. Yeah. Personalize them. Because you really do see them a lot, too. They're on your back when you have them, so, like, they're very in plain sight. I, I think that we should include pictures Oh yeah, I'll show this week's post on I'll take them. I'll take them when I get home. I say that oh, every time. And I feel oh like my gosh, I didn't tell people the email address for writing in. Oh yeah, tell them it. Reddeadcast right at gmail dot com. Write in, please. Please do. It's because we left on the somber note with Thomas's email. Thomas, Thomas, write in. You know the email address. Write in. Write in, please. Please. Reddeadcast at gmail dot com. Let's see. Also, other people besides Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, other people, please. Yeah. Please write in um oh man these, these notes i must have been something it must have been a really good story stuff going on because i just did not write very good notes dutch no longer believes in loyalty what? i don't remember who read who said that i think someone did what that's what it says that is quite the statement to just not remember the context yeah of. and now i'm upset that i don't remember it <laughs> but i i remember this big conversation happening between i think it was john and arthur during when he was talking about you know you need to get out of here where that maybe it was I don't know. Someone doesn't loyalty doesn't exist right now in this gang because it's it's on it's on the end. I think Arthur even specifically says that he's like this gang's nothing now. Like we need to. I, oh, this is when he's talking to Sadie. He has this conversation with Sadie before they do their final mission, which I haven't gotten to yet. So I'll skip ahead because we can we can talk about this little conversation. He tells Sadie because yeah, it fits along with everything. Tell Sadie that make sure you take care of John and. Um, abigail and jack when things you know change around here this is really ominous what he says he i even wrote it down too he says um help them when i and he stops that's Uh, ominous and what does that mean what do you think that means i don't know man is he like is he gonna i don't know is he gonna like attempt to kill somebody or like i don't know i'm jumping to that help them when i leave like is that what it is I, I guess that makes more sense. Help them when I leave, but where's he gonna go? But he does say that. It, I know it because it, it. He he like he backs up on his words a lot right here. It sounds like a real. I was noticing today while I was playing like video games. I guess you can't add like ums and likes and stuff like that because it takes away from like what's happening in the moment. But games are so like cohesive with how they talk, like yeah. the characters. But right here was very like realistic. He was like stuttering constantly. Trying to think of a way to say this. Interesting. And he says that. Help them when I. And then stops. And and she's so confused. Sadie has like absolutely no idea. He's like, what do you mean? Or she's like, what do you mean by all what you're saying? And then he's just like, take care of them. And she's like, you know I will. I love that. So th- this is like what what I love about this game. I don't know that any other. No, I. I will say this definitively. No, no other video game captures the loss of love in like a group of friends so well. Yeah. Can you think like think back on when you first started playing and just like the family nature that that this gang had. Yeah. And now comparatively, it's it's, it's depressing. It's so the the difference is so dramatic. Yet the transition is so subtle. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Camp is just depressing to be at. There's no point in being at camp except to shave, sleep, and craft upgrades. That's it. It's not a home anymore. It's not. That's what's... You, you You literally don't even have access to the box to donate anymore. That's how little the gang exists. The box is broken. It's broken. Yeah, it got destroyed. 
Which what's up with that? I don't know. Maybe that I was always I I was I had money to spend and I have a lot of stuff to drop off and I got really annoyed because I was looking around and I found the box and it was destroyed and someone I think sp- explicitly told me that. I think too. Abigail says like someone broke the box. Yeah. What is that? What is that? Is that sim- symbolism? I think that's symbolism to that. There's this gang doesn't exist anymore. Like this isn't the Vandalin gang. This is the just the money box is broken. This is just a group of misfits. <sighs> Man, yeah. It's it's almost like. Nothing is holding them together anymore. No, they except don't. for their em- their enemies. Yeah, that. Ooh, I like that. But their enemies are themselves, so they're holding uh, themselves together. The enemy within, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I was just, I was just saying stuff. But That's all we do here, <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it's like every single episode. I feel like I haven't even finished talking about the missions. This is one really important mission still to talk about. Um. Which is crazy because it's it's optional, and I can't believe they made it optional. But um, every single week, this game leaves me wanting to like really finish and just plow through the story. I just want to <laughs> know what happens next, and I have to make sure I don't do that. Which is maybe why I wait so long to play, because I'm like, if I just start immediately after I re-record, I'm just going to finish the game. Because I want to know what happens so bad. I love that I'm sort of torturing you by doing this. It's because so I have cool. to make content, and I don't want to finish off one episode and like be like, "All right, well, games." We were sixty three percent done with the game last week. Now we're hundred. We're done. <laughs> yeah. The story's done. So we're gonna do a nine hour episode for you. You're coming on to something, Brevin. I I am so excited for you, honestly. Like this re- you're excited for this reveal that's gonna happen eventually. It's not. What do you mean? I mean, it doesn't need to be a reveal. Just like the the sequence of events. Is that's just so that's just amazing. playing out. Like the, if you think about it, people listening to this are like those people who listen who watch react videos, right? They're reacting. They're watching me. <laughs> just, if you could see Tyler's face right now, about what I, I knew that would get this reaction. I'm both confused and outraged at the same time. <laughs> What if are you, you talking about, about? If you think about it, people are listening to to hear my reactions on the events of Red Dead Redemption 2, right? Oh no, we are a reaction. We are a reaction podcast. When this final episode comes out, that's going to be the moment where I sit and react to oh the end of this gosh. game. I'm just messing with you. I know. I mean, the there's something to that. Nah, th- th- a little bit, but we do a little bit more than react here. That's true. We... We try to we try to spew nonsense. Let's think of the stuff that we do besides it. Let's see. We got uh, all right. Still one fingers up. That's uh, it. <laughs> we don't do anything besides react. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay. So what's what's this mission with Sadie exactly? Let's do. Can we talk about something where else you, first? Where do you, okay. Actually, no. We can do the Sadie mission. Let's talk about the Sadie mission because it has nothing to do with the other mission. Um, so. Oh, Sadie wants to go finish off the gang. What a surprise. She wants to go kill the rest of the O'Driscoll members and get revenge for what they did to her. Which is sort of dumb. Yeah, which this is stupid. Because they're probably not even a gang anymore, No, they're not. And they even blatantly say that um, when you show up to their their farm. They're like, we don't have a leader. (laughs) We got no beef with you right now. Is that what this? It's not like that. We don't got no beef. But they basically say, like, we have no issues with you people. Why are you here? Ugh. Isn't that just sad? Sadie's just insane, and she just wants to kill people. And you, there's really nothing else besides that. What happened in the mission? You get there. I got to use my repeating shotgun a lot, which is a lot of fun. Mm. Just mowing down people. Um, she specifically says, "You know, I want to kill the one with the beard. Let me have him first. Do not kill him." And I was being really careful because I thought that would be like a gameplay mechanic where like you would accidentally kill the, oh, the beard okay. person. So I was like, "Does he have a beard?" And he kind of does. So <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take a risk. Hopefully, I don't ruin the story. <laughs> this guy's got a goatee. I mean, you could call it a beard if you wanted you could. to. Um, but no, you end up 
you end up finding the guy up in in this house, of course, by himself because it's a video game. <laughs> and Sadie stabs him a few times, yells at him, screams at him, stabs him a bunch more times, and ends up looking like Michael Myers after he kills somebody. She's just covered in blood. What's the implication here? What do you mean? Do like, you th- was she like abused by this guy? She or was oh he the, the guy the, who- he was the guy who killed um, her husband and her son. Her son? Yeah. She had a son? Yeah, she has a kid. Yeah, or she had a kid. I didn't know that. Yeah. She took both of them away. She makes it pretty, like, um, I think right before this mission, she makes it really apparent, like, you know, he was he was a great boy. Or oh, like, my gosh. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, now so, I, now, now you totally understand. All, all the way. <laughs> yeah, she gets revenge and murders him. Oh, now I get it. Now I know why she's killing these guys. Yep. Oh, God, that's awful. Yep. Wow. Did it for him. So she knows what's at stake for John, then. Oh, yeah. Man, that's incredible, huh? Oh, I never made the connection between her. She's like the John if John lost his family. Yeah. That's what she is. Yeah, really. Wow. But yeah, that's the mission. How do you but f- there's a lot more to say about Sadie? that. You know, when you put it that way, I didn't really think about her like emotional response to... Which, I mean, I guess if someone killed my son and someone killed my wife, I'd probably want to kill them. And everyone related to them. Yeah, exactly. Because that's that's just horrible. So, yeah, I kind of side with her. But she is still a little too reckless. I think, I think where you fall off with Sadie is that she's reckless in the presence of others to their, like, yeah, danger. To, yeah, exactly. So if she was just, like, you know, Batmaning it up and, like... Doing all this alone, own, then it'd be like, yeah, I respect that. Yeah, because but when she dies, she only affects herself. Then again, these other people that she's with, they're not great either. No. It's not like she's endangering school children or yeah. anything. And this is actually, you don't have to do this mission either. What do you mean? You can say, I'm not going to help you. <gasps> oh, wait, hold on. No, actually, you know what it is? You can say, I'm going to go with you. Like, oh, yeah, okay. No, I got it backwards. Not really backwards, but you can say, oh, I'll go with you right now or I'll meet you there. That's what it is. That's not an option. I'm pretty sure you have to do it. <laughs> That's not the same thing at all. I just remember there being an option menu and I assume, oh, I'm not going to do it or I'm going to do it. <laughs> I remember that. Did you yeah. go with her? Or yeah, yeah, I just did it right then and there. Yeah. Why waste the time? What am I going to do? Am I going to go hunt? No, I'm going to go <laughs> just run to the mission immediately to go do it. Um, Man, I mean, when you set it up with the backdrop of her husband and son getting killed i believe it's son i don't think it's daughter but i could it's kid we'll go with that i don't think she has a kid she I'm, has a kid i'm gonna go out, go out go look it up on your phone right now you are you gonna cover for me yeah i'll cover for enough you. time yeah um this isn't even the final mission we're gonna talk about too this is the final story mission but the other mission is a it's an optional mission and like i said i can't believe that it's an optional mission um it has to do i think at the end of when you do something with eagle flies he asks you to go talk to his father about what's going on with the war between the army and the native americans and that's all it leads that that's all they say when it comes to that so then you go meet with um rainfalls out in this camp and you get brought on a very long walk this mission's very long it's like 15 minutes you know i'm not paying attention at all i know you don't need to hear any of this (laughs) this is just to set up what's going on um, you say you're going to go talk to him about what's been going on. Sadie Adler does not have a son. Then what is she talking about with this other person? She has an unnamed nephew and an unnamed uncle. Uh, no, an unnamed sister, according to the wiki. But no son. 
I think what you are confusing is Arthur had a son. Well, no, because I, I have that down, too. You do know that Arthur has a son? Yes, and I was going to talk about that. I want to do a dramatic reveal. I'm sorry, but... And now no. you ruined it. I mean, sh- I'm on the wiki What if I didn't right even now? do the Rainfalls mission? And you spoiled them. I'm just kidding. I don't care. Um, maybe it's because she refers to, like, her husband as being, like, a great... Son? <laughs> great boy or something like that. I don't know, man. It really... I really thought... Like, I'd like to watch the cutscenes over again and, and analyze why I thought that. If anyone has any insight, please write in, because I'm not finding... I'm looking for the word son on her wiki page. No, that would be pretty blatant if she did. What am I confusing it with, then? I really was... Because was... that's what I was thinking. Like, she had her wedding photo, and she was... That's what you find in the cabin, the mm-hmm. wedding photo. And she's, like, young in that. So I was thinking, I don't really think she has a son. Hmm. A good boy? Or, I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like I need to watch... I'm going to do the mission over when I get home. Because I could watch some cutscenes again doing that. I never thought about that. I redid the missions. I'm pretty sure I would play the cutscene again. Oh, and that would avoid the YouTube the YouTube issue spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Um, so since you weren't listening before, we also still have, just write in if you have any idea what what's going on with Sadie's family life. So you're doing the optional mission for e- uh, Rainfalls. Yeah, well, not for Rainfalls for Eagle Flies, but to talk to Rainfalls. Okay, because he says, "Can you talk to my father?" Yeah. Because why does, doesn't he want you to help him, help convince him to fight more or something I think like so. That? Something like that. Convince him that, you know, it's okay what we're doing. Okay. Um, which Rainfalls isn't buying, because why would he? Because he knows his And even Arthur isn't really heartily arguing. No, you, no. That's what I mean. You don't have to do this mission. You can just say, no, I'm not talking to your father because you're an idiot. But I decided to because that's what Arthur Morgan I does. Mean, you got to talk to Rainfalls. Like, he's so he's cool. Su- he's a very good character. And this, this gives him a lot of information. Um, gives you a lot of information about who he is and how he acts in life. Um, so you go on this really long trek after you, you have to, it's a trek just to get to his area. I've never been there. Yeah. It's, it's nice. Quite a, it's quite a long distance. Uh, probably like, honestly it took like seven minutes of running in game. Felt like that long. Yeah. It's quite a bit from your camp. Um, have you, <laughs> have you considered how large the map is? I wonder how long it would take to run across it. Cause I still, I cannot believe I am 70, almost 70% done with this game when it comes to, like, story missions, according to the game. And I still have not been to the other half of the map. <laughs> I still have not been past Blackwater, and there's a lot going on on the side of that. Is Blackwater just the entire side of the other, other side of the map? Is it just, like, an actual sprawling city with, like, skyscrapers? At this point, I have no clue what it looks like. <laughs> Except what I know in Red Dead 1, which it wasn't a skyscraper building. Or a skyscraper city. I'm just not going to talk. I love it. I cannot wait. Watch. It's going to be it's gonna be like another country on the other side or something. I don't know, man. I man, no one else would have this type of experience unless they didn't play multiplayer either because multiplayer would reveal what's on yeah. the other side. Yeah, exactly. So it's very, it's very unique to what I'm doing because I probably, if we weren't doing a podcast, I would have played online by now. Yeah. Man, should just... Don't play online. And it's funny too because I did see the rest of them. You know, I told you about how when you get the... I hate... Okay, hold on. Let's we talk about this right now. I hate the fact that I don't have the fast travel map anymore at the at my current camp. Oh shoot! That's it's right. really annoying because it would be like, oh okay, I can just fast travel somewhere near this place. But no, I have to run everywhere. It's just annoying. Rockstar, update the game, add it into this part of the. Yeah, that's weird, huh? Yeah, I, I wonder, paid for that. But I wonder if they do that deliberately to slow down the game at this point and just make you feel more depressed. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it. That's what it is. That's what it's got to be, right? Red Dead Two. Um, so yeah. Uh, uh, was what was I talking about before? Just rainfalls. You meet up. Yeah, rainfalls. rainfalls. Um, 
you go on this really long walk through these these like mountain mountainous areas basically um it's like a nice little hike on your horse and you learn a lot it actually gives you a lot of options what you can talk about which is really interesting so there's basically like two sides of this mission you could do you can learn about dutch and arthur or you can ask other questions that i don't really remember what they were maybe about him himself i think maybe I think it's about Arthur's past. Right? Well, you do, I do learn about that. I did that side where I learned about his past. But there's another side where I think you learn about Rain more. Okay. I think that's the other side. But first part is you can ask, you know, what do you know about Dutch besides what I know? And Rain falls just straight up says he doesn't really know much about Dutch. Yeah. Um, Why would he? That, yeah, it's, a, it's weird that he would ask him. I guess maybe there would be a chance that... I think he's just trying to bring up the topic to talk about get things off his mind because rain is just like talk let's just talk let's talk about what's on your mind and if you don't want i love i love how rain falls is he's like if you don't want to talk to then take this time to think what yeah what a great thing to say he had had a really good quote and i didn't write it down i'm really disappointed and i don't remember really exactly what it was and i'm not gonna butcher it so just play this mission and just listen (laughs) to what he says because there's some really good you gotta hear this quote good life quotes in there yeah and you'll know when you hear it because it's like if if a very famous politician said this quote, I would be like, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, that's something to live by. Hmm. Still haven't I'm, still have not even said what it is referring to this quote or anything. Play the game, listen to the quote. Um, so you ask about Dutch, and I think this is part. This must be the part where I wrote, um, Dutch no longer believes in loyalty. Hmm. I think it was part of this mission, and I'm assuming that is referring to the part where, if you think about it, Dutch wasn't going to save John immediately. I think, no, that's, it's all coming back together. It just clicked. John, when you're talking to John about the whole leaving the camp thing, he's, John specifically mentions, you know, Dutch didn't try to save me immediately. He looked at me. Yeah. And then Arthur's response is Dutch no longer believes in loyalty. I'm pretty sure. That makes Uh, sense, doesn't it? This is the grand reveal, right? Because all this time, Dutch is all about loyalty. You gotta be loyal. It's loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Just one more job. And now, finally, his loyalty is tested in the bank in St. Denis when John, like a son to him, Mm -hmm. maybe maybe a son to him, because Arthur's more than a son to him. (laughs) So on the scale. Arthur's a lover to him. (laughs) (laughs) Um. He leaves him, he lets him get arrested yep. when he could have acted. He could have done something and he didn't even try. That's the, that's the main thing. He hesitated. And that is just, if, if Dutch is not loyal to John, then why would anyone be loyal to Dutch? Yep. Dutch no longer believes in loyalty. Now that line makes so much sense. And just, can you imagine he, like how devastating it is to hear that from Arthur's perspective? Oh, yeah. And I love how John, like, he's not even sure of himself here. He's like, oh, he has no clue what to do. He's like, I'm pretty sure he could have done something. Like, he's he's so programmed by Dutch and his belief system mm-hmm. that he was there. Yep. And he's like, uh, I think maybe something bad happened. Yeah. Isn't that just so sad? Ugh. Poor John Marston. Poor John Marston. I cannot wait to play Red Dead 1. I know. I'm looking forward to it. I really am. And we're going to do the podcast with it because like, we have to at this point. At I this need point, to I need to watch what Bill is like in Red Dead 1 and what Dutch is like in Red Dead 1. Just to <laughs> I got my that. own gang now, John. Oh, man. Like, that'll be so funny to me. Uh, but yeah, you you we'll go back. Let's go. Let's talk back to Rainfalls. Um, and you learn about Dutch. And I think not really much gets revealed, but Arthur talks about, you know, that, that Dutch is a loose cannon um the whole gang's falling apart 
and it's just more of the same thing. We are we already all know this, but at least it, I think it builds into the fact that Arthur needs to talk about this with it somebody. It gives you an outside perspective. Yeah. And I, I think Rain Falls doesn't really say much. He's pretty, like, neutral. Well, I mean, he knows that Arthur just wants to talk. Yeah. So he doesn't say much. He doesn't give much input. But then you get the interesting thing. I don't remember exactly what it says, but it definitely made my ears perk up when the option of talking about Arthur's, like, maybe it's Arthur's past. It says with a question mark. Um, and it talks about, so Arthur had a son. Yes. We already did. revealed this, but I didn't... I'm going to pretend... I'm I'm actually impressed that I didn't reveal this already. I know like, I am too. The podcast because it seems like one of those things where it's like, do you have a letter early on in the game that suggests this? And I'm just crazy, but no, this is like a reveal. A reveal. Yeah, this is a big reveal, yeah. big revelation. Um, you have a son, and his name was Isaac. Isaac Morgan. Isaac Morgan. That's um, right. And you also had a girlfriend or a partner at some point whose name was Eliza. Yeah, and she, what, she was just like a... She was a waiter that you met. A waiter. Which yeah, is waiter. funny to think that like they had waiters back then. Which, of course, they did. Yeah. But, I don't know, but you think of the saloon. There's no... We talked about this before. There's no <laughs> saloons right. with waiters, right? You just go up and order the drink and you go back to your table. So, he gets the... It's like a, it's like a Bruce Springsteen song. He gets the waitress pregnant and then they have a kid. And then mm-hmm. what happens to the kid in the... Well, the thing is, they talk about how he would go and see them every few months. Just oh, what a terrible way to to raise a kid. Have your outlaw <laughs> boyfriend come and see you every few months. Dad left to go get a pack of cigarettes, man. Ma- many times he's left, but he's come back with them. So I guess I mean it's not not all hope is lost. <laughs> um, and one day he, Arthur Morgan comes back from getting his cigarettes after a few months of being gone, and his family's dead from a failed robbery where they got ten dollars. <sighs> see. Right when you think it's like, oh, this this isn't really trying to tell like a moral story. It's just trying to tell a story of mm-hmm. a gang who's just doing stuff and yeah, they're criminals, whatever. Yeah, it like gets you right in the stomach, man. Poor Arthur Morgan, because he such a I almost I almost said such a good guy, and I'm not sure. So no, my I mean, answer on that. Think about it. He suffered at the hands of the crimes that he continues Commits. to commit. Yeah. He's done this to probably countless families. And he's still He's a murder kids, but you know what I mean. But like wow. It's just I don't know, man. Poor Arthur Morgan. I really have to feel bad for him. Because he's someone I can sympathize with in his current situation for sure. I mean, it's easy for us to sit here and say, Oh, well, of course if if someone did that to you and you were upset, then you should do it yourself. <laughs> Golden rule. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's easier said than done. But if you're in that situation, I think you're more apt to end up in in the position of, well, this world is unfair, and I'm just going to keep doing whatever I can to survive. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what Arthur Morgan's doing. And it stinks too because like it was just unknown unknown people, unnamed. No one cares about him. People who killed his family. It's not like oh, it was the O'Driscoll gang. So we can't even get revenge. No, it's just you can't have any fulfillment. It was probably like a couple of drunk teenagers or something mm-hmm. like who you don't even know. So, what a terrible revelation! Isn't this just like the, such a somber backdrop for Arthur's story? Yeah, because and the, yeah, the fact that this isn't revealed until this far in the game, like that is so blatant. That's something that I struggle with. Is like you see these people and you think, like, 
oh man this guy's being such a jerk you know like mm-hmm. or this woman is so mean for no reason like i think in customer service you probably witness that a lot oh yeah where like you or it feels that way but we don't technically know if they're being mean for no reason see that's the thing like you you're saying i mean you you view it in such a narrow lens where you say oh this person is standing in line for groceries and um you know they're they're needlessly being rude to the clerk mm-hmm. but like up in a polite civilization when someone's in that situation they should be nice and polite to the clerk but yeah. if you broaden the lens a little bit and that person you know their their husband is dying from cancer and their kid is like shooting up heroin on the regular basis then it's like oh well no i get it yeah immediately it's like and I, that's very dramatic yeah no well, if you want a less dramatic one it's like people always get upset like someone makes a mistake when they're driving and like maybe they just made a mistake like it's not because <laughs> they're a bad driver yeah and like you've made mistakes too yeah when you've, and everyone else has been like oh that guy sucks at driving but if you asked him he would be like oh no i'm pretty good at driving yeah yeah it's it's the same thing so it just like like you can think you think of arthur morgan in the, in the lenny mission lenny mm-hmm. and just like being a a goofball running around but you don't think of it from the lens of someone who lost his his i don't know about wife but his girlfriend and his son like that is just so sad yeah and he lives with that every day of his life mm-hmm. yeah he's a photo of his is it a photo of his old um kid's mom is that know. who that is there's the photo that's near his bedside i don't really know who it is still. it might be remember. that would make sense it's either that or it's his mom i'm not sure um, that's the name of our cat by the way it is yeah Hmm. Yeah. So, there what a we go. somber ending. Is there, I don't know, is there more to talk about? You don't have this? anything else to follow that up with? Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. How does this mission end? Is, is it just the conversation? It is. It's Well, um, oh, yeah. Okay, and there's a little bit more of the mission. He ends up... So, when you're doing this whole thing, I love how... <laughs> like, Rockstar... This is so difficult to get right in a game, because I think they've done it in other games. Um, when you're you're having these conversations with Rain's Falls, he's also picking flowers or herbs to to make for you to make you feel better because everyone points out that Arthur looks sick. Even Micah, Micah really plays into it and is like, you know, cowboy, you should really take it easy for a few weeks. You're not looking so good. You're not Arthur. looking so good. Um, and Rain's Falls like, I'll make you a little remedy, and Arthur's like, I'll take it, but it's not gonna do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when he every time you go to a location where where Rain's has to pick something to make for it he's like hold that thought and it just cuts you off in the middle and then he's like all right back to what you were saying <laughs> i think it's funny yeah it's, it's really interesting how they deal with that yeah Which, in gta 5 they used to do it too if you crash into things while conversations happening it'll be like whoa what are you doing <laughs> yeah. and then they'll just continue and most of the time it works well yeah most of the time it works yeah. but it can be a little it can be a little shoddy um but yeah the the, the whole point of this well, not point but you're going to this like beautiful overlook i think that's what reigns is trying to bring you um, this this little camp he has set up, and it's destroyed by the army. He needed like a peace pipe or something. Yeah, he wanted to grab a pipe or something like I forget what it's called. Oh, it's got a really weird name, and I shouldn't know it. I don't even want to. Try I remember it. I having to... a weird name too. Yeah, yeah. but either way, it gets take it's taken by the army, and you end up you don't have to kill anyone. And I did it without killing anyone. You sneak back into this army's camp that's set up not too far. This. Yeah, not too far from you, and. Sneak in there, you grab it, which is, oh man, how do these, are these people deaf? Like, I'm right behind them fiddling with a bunch of stuff, and they're just like, yeah, I'll keep talking about, yeah, I'm from Detroit. Like that, they're telling their, like, origin stories. Um, I don't know why, why does everyone talk like Italians? Like, there was one Italian in this game. I don't even think that's really an Italian accent, what you're doing. Well, I don't know, you talk with the, when you start doing don't that. do that. Oh man, but yeah, you sneak in there, 
they're telling their origin stories and you bring back the pipe and Reigns is very proud of you. And he gives you this, I don't really know what it is, like a, it kind of like a necklace, kind of looks like. Some type of memoir. What? That's not the right word. <laughs> Some Me- type of... Memorabilia? Memorabilia. That's not even what I was trying to say. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's this thing that means talisman. a lot to... Talisman. I guess, yeah, that works. Talisman that means a lot to Reigns and he gives it to you as a thank you because he doesn't want... Arthur says, I don't want your money. Which mm. that line, that's weird that he says that and it's not an option. Maybe I guess the option would be not to do this mission. Yes. I believe at this point you have chosen to be good the or honorable bad. Arthur. Yeah. Which which is interesting because I'm not really... I, I am leaning more towards honorable, but I'm still close to neutral. I'm like... I can't do this with viewers being able to listen. But if you saw, if you look at a bar where the guy's right in the middle, the honor thing is, I'm like probably like an inch to the right. Which is honorable. More, is honorable. I'm leaning more towards honorable than dishonorable. But not full honorable at all. Well, I do you bad things. Think about it. It actually makes for a because games struggle with this all the time, where the, you want the good versus evil choices. Mm-hmm. But when you do that, it often taints the overall. St- story and and the cohesiveness of it because it's like you know arthur goes to goes to the store to buy eggs and does he pick up a carton of eggs inspect them and then take them to the register or does he smash three cartons of eggs and take one it's like that's just forcing yeah like okay that's very evil (laughs) i don't think you should do that does he oh it's like the stupid people who lick the ice cream Mm, oh man don't get me started about that man oh boy are you do you deal with that in the grocery store? I've never seen someone do that. Okay. I can be honest with you on that. Good. I don't think I've ever even seen someone like admire ice cream before. <laughs> admire? What? I don't know. Look at it for a long time. They just pick it up and they go. Like no one. No one. Oh, shopping like browsing yeah. for ice cream. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just admire it. <laughs> Put it on a pedestal. White the Sunday you've made me Brevin. I admire <laughs> it. Um, but like throughout that entire mission, Rockstar could have said made these stop gaps of like. Do you say the good thing or the bad thing? Do you say the good thing or the bad thing? Do you take the money or do you take the talisman? And every time you do that, it takes you out of the moment. And it makes you think of the mechanics in the game rather than the story or what's happening. So the fact that it can just give you this one thing and say, do you want to be a nice Arthur or a bad Arthur? And it makes it clear to you what you're choosing. And then you just, after that point, follow through all the way as nice, I think is just way better designed. Yeah, that is much better. Because if you think about it, like... Very rarely would a would a player say, "Oh, I'm going to make the good choice right now, and then the next choice is going to be bad, and then the next two are going to be good, and then the next one's going to be bad." Because well, the only yeah, the only way you would do that is if you're like sometimes I've made bad choices, but it's because I'm playing the realistic Arthur. Like, yeah, I'm going to kill the people at the end of this robbery because I don't want them to get away and be witnesses. But I think that is actually less jarring because there's more time in between the decisions. Yeah, yeah. To to give you all of those options all close together is just weird. Oh, yeah. Like, Mass Effect feels very forced in hindsight Mm -hmm. because you're making all of these super specific decisions and it's just sort of like, couldn't I just say, like, I don't know. That's a weird... I sort of like... I really like Mass Effect, so I don't want to... Some games are built on that and it works better than a game like this where I think having that button prompt pop up every few minutes would definitely take you out of what's going on. For sure. Unfortunately, that's where I leave us at. It should have been the Sadie mission, but I flipped it around and left us with the Rainfalls mission. Which, you go and steal the thing, you get give it back to him, he's happy. So I guess that's a happy ending. And where do you leave off with, with Rainfalls? Um, he thanks you and leaves you with that. And I don't know if he's ever coming back. It might be the end of Rainfalls. Can you, 
why don't you make a guess right now and say how many hours of playtime you have left? Of of focusing on the missions. Wow, okay. Um I think there is at least four more weeks of this podcast, so I'm going to go 20 hours, uh, roughly. Maybe 16. I'll go 16 hours, roughly. 16 hours. Isn't that absurd? Like, that's the entire length of... That's the length of two Call of Duty campaigns, easily. Oh, like four Call of Duty campaigns. That's true, yeah. If you run through them quick. Yeah. And this is just, like, we're so far. Yeah, I've played the... Like, if, if we take an average of roughly three to four hours... Per episode that I played, which some episodes I've played more, some I've played well, only really one I've played less. I played two hours one week. Um, so I've played roughly four or five hours every week. Let's do four hours. Four times 13. Are you going to do the math? Or no, I'm going to wait for you. <laughs> because it's not four times 12. I know four times 12, but 32. 52 hours. That yeah. is so much. And I'm really putting a lot of time into missions. That's insane. There is so much. Yeah, because I spent a lot of time doing side stuff. Yeah. Wow. You Can you imagine that much content of story? And I think there's still 16 more hours. Yeah. That's what? That's rough, That's getting out to... You think that's how much is left. I don't know. According to the according to my estimate, when I look at the story progress thing, it says like I'm at 68 or 69%. And... So if you've played for 54 hours... Yeah. And you have... 30% left. Is that 16 hours? Close. I, maybe 20. I don't want to do the math in my it's head close. right now. But. It's got to be close, right? 16 plus 16 plus 16. <laughs> what do we got? 48, actually. So, yeah, it's roughly. Hey, there you it's go. It's almost there. All right. That's not bad. I didn't even do that prior math, and I just guessed <laughs> yeah, probably 16 hours. You know numbers enough. At least enough. There's at least four more weeks of content coming at you guys when it comes to Red Dead Redemption 2 things. And maybe we'll have a send-off episode where... No, I think the send-off episode will be just a very long ending episode. We need to take some time with it, I think. Yeah. I hope that that's what people enjoy, because we're going to keep doing it. Yep. Man, all right. Brevin? Is there... No, I kind of, we can't end it right here. Hold on. We need to talk a little bit more about, like... Ask me, like, what I think's going to happen. <laughs> what I think's... What I think is going to happen. What do you think is going to happen, Brevin? So let's let's recap of where we're at. The last thing we really left off with, besides the rainfalls thing, because that's not really super important to the to the main thing that's at hand. Dutch is a loose cannon. Mike is a loose cannon. There's two sides of this gang. It's you and Sadie, which I don't even really know if that's a partnership or whatever. How do you feel about their relationship? It's the closest of anyone in the gang when it comes to like people like alike that are like <laughs> friends. Like, Sadie and Arthur are really the only... And Bill. I still really like Bill. Bill's, like, this neutral character, really. I love how much you like Bill at the end of this game. Because he's just In the there. beginning, you were like, oh, I hate Bill. Because he's, like, he's I have bad memories of him in Red Dead 1. He's the, one of the antagonists of Red Dead 1. Not even really an antagonist. He's just there. He's opposing you. Um, And at the beginning of the game, he's, you know, just... He's, he's a bumbling idiot. <laughs> and he still kind of is. But there's, he's loyal. He is really the one that is truly loyal throughout this whole game. He's this is what I'm saying. Like he's simple. Yeah. So you can you can't be that loyal if you're like a genius. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh man, that's interesting. I got you though. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, if you're like really intelligent, you need to be consciously loyal yeah. to a point where 
like a simple loyalty is more concrete. Well, it's like you're not questioning anything. It's less fragile. Yeah, there's yeah, no questions yeah. involved. It's just okay. I'm gonna listen to you. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a someone in the military just listening to their commander. Like there's no questioning there. Unless or it's, like a dog. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a way better one. I like that. A yeah. dog listening to its owner. Just... I don't want to speak ill of people in uniform. Well, I'm all right. Yeah, that's true. I'm not speaking <laughs> ill. I'm no, just, I know that yeah, you're not. Yeah. That's just the power structure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Bill is just, he's a dog. <laughs> that's what we've come to. That's Bill's, that's why we all love him. Who doesn't like dogs? So we're, you haven't really answered, like, what are we okay, doing? Okay, so. What's going to happen? So last thing we left off with was Sadie, or Arthur has some plan of what he's going to do. Don't know what it is. Hasn't been revealed. But it's something that's going to fracture the gang, it sounds like, very badly. Um, to the point of no return and what is he gonna do what do you think it is maybe he's gonna really pick a fight with dutch i think that's what it's gonna be it's not gonna be some oh i'm gonna just leave oh i'm just gonna try and attack dutch it's gonna be i'm gonna show dutch i mean dutch already knows that he's always saying i wish the old arthur was here uh, uh, which, which is, is annoying such a terrible yeah that's just that's like annoying. that's like why can't you be like your brother yeah oh i hate um, that he always says that and i think i think arthur's really gonna lay it down in a dutch that he is being an idiot, and this is what we need to do. And Dutch isn't going to like that. Mm. And I think Arthur's aware that it's going to put a real burden on the gang if he, like, quote-unquote betrays Dutch by doing that. You know, something that's interesting about Dutch is he seems like a rough-and-tumble guy who, like, is smart and coherent and can handle himself. But mm-hmm. he does not do well with confrontation. No, he does not at all, and it's very apparent. Like, his way of handling confrontation is to shoot someone... Or to, like, uh, verbally abuse someone. Yep. He cannot exist in, in a war. It goes back to his tiny little ego, man. It's yeah. just, the sum of his character is just... That's why Micah's the perfect sideman for him in the sense that... Because all Micah will do will inflate him. Yeah, just... inflate him and say he's a yes man. Micah's yeah. a yes man. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my, that's my um, predictions for this week. Arthur's going to pick a fight with Dutch. An argument. We shall see. I don't even know what the next mission, who it involves. I you never can trust that though. I love that about this game where it'll say, "Hey, this mission's from somebody," and it has nothing to do with them. Mm. So you can never guess. You can never take it truly for what it is. It is funny though. Like, why even have a person's letter? Like, it just it, it, that just feels like a holdover from old um, from just that's just a video design. game thing. Yeah, it's just an old thing they used to do. Like, you can just say that there's a mission here, and I'll walk over and do it. I'm not. They could put be a like, question mark. Yeah. Oh, I love Micah's missions. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe there's something to that. So where like if you know that if it's a so and so mission then well if you know it's a mary calm. mission you know what it's gonna be that's true see that's a good that's a good use of it I yeah think. um but like a sadie mission you have no clue what's gonna happen half mm. the time well that's sadie for you yeah well in other times too we've had sadie where a mission would pop up and say or no i think it was with mary beth one time it was hey i went mary beth wants to talk to you that's what it usually says that's what it says for a lot of missions but you go over there you talk to him and dutch pulls you away and yeah. it has nothing to do with mary beth <laughs> which is awesome i like that it's cool yeah that's what we're man what a game like i i don't know how many like we should make a, a compilation of how many times i've said something similar to that and just put it all in one video It'd probably be like two minutes long <laughs> be like what a game what a game what, what a game. game what a game um it really is this this game is truly a feat can i ask you this let me hear it where do we start off with john marston in the first game and not the first game red dead one 
Okay. <laughs> I don't even. And Red Dead I don't even think about Red Dead Revolver anymore. Um, John in the first game, he. What's he? What's he doing? Like the first, he gets off the train. He's John is he in a new area? Is there's the two catty old women talking on the train. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, I do remember he, that. He's listening in on these conversations. Mm-hmm. What an interesting opening for a game, huh? I, I can't wait to play it again and talk about. Oh, it's gonna be great. I'm, I'm to compare it to Red Dead Two and like in story wise. I know obviously gameplay wise, it's gonna fall behind, but so, um, like what what happens between now and then to bring him there? And how much how much does Rockstar unveil? Do you think? Like in this game, what are they going to unveil? Yeah, like what are, what are we covering up to? I think. Oh, that's okay. So let's let's think about it this way: the years between Red Dead One and Red Dead Two. What is it? Roughly ten years. It's like a decade passes. It might be. Uh, I think one's eighteen ninety six and one's like nineteen. Maybe it's more. Maybe it's 1911? like nineteen eleven. Yeah, nineteen eleven. Like years. I'm not sure. Wow, John ages very gracefully. He doesn't look much older than Red Dead One. He looks older almost sometimes in this game. I don't know why. Well, it's Maybe because the graphics, detailed. yeah, the graphics are just better. <laughs> That's probably what it is. Um, and he sounds the exact same too. But uh, oh my god, I lost my train of thought. What was the question? I feel like I'm in an interview. Well, I'm no. What's <laughs> <laughs> your greatest weakness? I'm I'm just wondering, like, wh- where what is a point where they can leave off and say, like, That's yes, this yeah. is done. It's definitely going to be John leaving the gang. I, I think it will be. It'll be him. Maybe it'll just be something really abrupt, like him escaping. And like, I think I think for this game to be complete alongside of the first game, mm-hmm. you need John to be at least separate from the gang. Right? Yeah. Because otherwise it's like, well, what happened? Yeah, exactly. He will be away from the gang by the end of this game. We'll see. I'm curious to see what Arthur and John's ending moment's going to be. There's going to be some, you know, big climax moment. Where Arthur either leaves him off with something. Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be quite the yeah, end. That would be very interesting. Um, there's going to be some big moment, though, where Arthur says one last word to him. I hope. I really hate for it to be really abrupt. Sorry, I'm just realizing how dark it is in this room. <laughs> I know. It is super dark in this room. We were in a pitch black room. We did this room. last week, too, where yep. it was beautiful and sunny out when we started recording. And then it just gets darker, but no one gets up to turn the light on. Nope. Oh. Look at that. I There's some light in here. Reach. Oh, wow. That like, almost blinded me, and it's not even bright. That's what you look like. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I really hope there's a good send-off moment between them. I hope it makes me cry. I hope this game makes me cry. Red Dead 1's one of the few games that did make me cry. And I'm not talking, like, pouring, like, tears, like... <laughs> like just Yeah, no, I'm not talking... It's pouring tears. I'm not talking sobbing. Like it's just it was it was terrible to see. It was a truly tragic. You seem ending. like you're emotional right now. I'm just thinking about it. Like I remember, I was pretty young when I played through Red Dead One. Um, probably I played it probably like a year after it came out, and like that ending hit me hard because I didn't know what the ending was to Red Dead One. And watching the main character that I had been playing with the entire time mm. be gunned down, and then not too long after, I'm playing as a son that is grave yeah like that what a way what a rock star way to end a game yeah isn't that incredible just absolutely like that with the audacity to end a game by killing the main character and allowing you to continue playing the game maybe they could do the fallout three-way where it's like you beat the game oh i guess you gotta start a new load one the last save. Yeah, load the last save <laughs> that's so terrible a lot of people do that with Red Dead 1, where you don't want to play as Jack because you don't want to hear, I'll take your coat, madam, every single time you, <laughs> you skin an I'll animal. Take your coat, madam. 
Um, Work it out, nerd. <laughs> yeah. So you can play as John. Because you have everything done. You just have that one last mission. Hmm. That's funny. I like that. I like the idea of just staying. As John. Knowing what comes and just staying. Living the peaceful the, life of John. Yeah, like, nope, this is, this is my life now. Yep. Don't complete the game. That's beautiful. That's if the power of video could, games. We could do that in real life. Yeah, exactly. However. Unfortunately, time must go on. And we must end today's episode. You don't seem like you're ready. You seem like you're... Because I'm just... I'm not... I'm sad now. I'm thinking about Red Dead 1, man. Red Dead 1... Like, this game's gonna ruin me somehow. It's gonna give me the same reaction, and I'm gonna cry. What if it doesn't, though? You don't know that. There's no way this game ends happily. I think I've said this multiple times. There's no way this game's gonna be like, Okay, I'm Arthur. I'm gonna run away now with Mary and go live my life. There's no way. Have you considered the UFO involved? (laughs) He's gonna get abducted. And probed and sent back down to Earth and somehow save humanity. <laughs> He's gonna s- discover a time machine. Yeah, to oh. stop everything from happening. He's actually the end of this game takes place during Red Dead One, and he stops John Marston's death by taking a time machine there. All right, let's end this episode. <laughs> this is deep. Brevin, thank you very much. I think this has been a great. Uh... I don't know. What is this? I mean, I hope that this can be... <laughs> oh, God, don't get in this moment. Is this a podcast, or are we just recording a conversation between I'm just, each other? I'm just, I know that this is, like, more somber than this our is. normal episodes, yeah. but I hope that it can it can be, like, nice and thought-provoking. And It is. It's, it's funny how our pace at the beginning was, like, so fast yeah, that we were I had flying. to actually slow you down, <laughs> and now it's like, we're just going along very slowly, plotting. Yep. Well, I really hope these last few episodes aren't really somber and sad because I feel like there's a lot of depression headed my way when it comes to, to Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> I feel like nothing good's coming from these last few, last last third of this game, which is absolutely insane. I wouldn't, you know what? I wouldn't count yourself out yet, Brevin. We'll right. see. We shall see. Life goes on. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't know if it goes on for Arthur Morgan, but we'll see. All right. Uh, enjoy, enjoy the West. Good luck with your tuberculosis. Everyone, be safe out there. Everyone, be safe. Hopefully, no one else is getting respiratory problems. Or if you are, then the symptoms are not very severe. So, farewell. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Boy. <laughs> <laughs>